I should not tell you. But I'm gonna. Attack left lane. Oh, please. I'm sorry to bring you guys down. No. Attack the Gold Fury. I literally was looking for them. I'm like, where did they go? Rupa. No. Don't tell people how to play Zeus. Oh, you're fuzzy wuzzy. Let's not hurt them too bad. Let's make them scream! Freedom can never be stopped. Murica be with you. Split push! Howdy folks, Dirtnap's dad here. Welcome to episode 19 of Split Push, a Smite podcast mostly from the console perspective. Getting some other views in there now though with uh, some branching out into Xbox and some PC. Along with me here today, first up, it's Yuki. Hey, what's going on, peoples? And we got Beagle Girl. What's up, humans? Oh, and there's Guy. What's up, everybody? Of course, we got Dirtnap Dan. Hey, what's happening, everybody? And special guest here with us this week from Hi Res, it's Agro. Yo, what up? Ha Our first Hi Res employee, man. Thank you for uh, gracing us with your presence. Oh, please. No I'm kidding. sorry to bring you guys down already. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be rough. Let me tell you now. Yeah, our following uh, base is going to be cut in half for this, but we'll, we'll do it. Don't worry, I'll cut the other half away. (laughs) It's a sacrifice we're willing to make. Oh, that's that's right. That was a bad clap. (laughs) I totally missed myself. All right, well, now that Beagle smacked herself across the face, we're going to talk about some games of the week, but real quick, just a a side note here. Hi-Rez Agro only had so much time available to him, uh, so we actually did a recording with him last night where we recorded... All of the questions and answers, uh, you know, that were asked of him and, and what he replied back. And he also, uh, helped us out with our session of progression, gave us, uh, some insights on our God there. And, you know, of course, you know, we, we gave him time to plug himself in the end for a farewell, but he will not be with us here for our games of the week discussion, the patch notes, or, um, you know, other miscellaneous that's laced in throughout here. But games of the week. I'm going to kick things off this week here first. And, uh, you know, then, then maybe we'll throw it over to Beagle after that. Cause I think she's feeling frisky. Because, mm-hmm. And I use that term because the first game I want to talk about <laughs> is a arena game that I played. And I wanted to, we played a couple arenas because we've just been kind of playing whatever, uh, whatever the lowest timer is, which is a kind of nice way to, you know, surf around the different game modes. But I wanted to play Hades, and we're in an arena, and somebody else locked in a mage, and it was Vulcan, I'm just like, yeah, I don't want to do the double mage thing, I'll, I'll wait and, you know, not do it now. But then, you know, a couple matches later, we ended up in an arena again, and, and this time, we only had one random, and they didn't choose a mage. And I'm like, hey guys, I'm still feeling a little frisky here, I'm going to play me some Hades. And, oh, I'll tell you what, I was feeling frisky. So, uh, our random was Al Kwong, and we had, uh, actually we had two randoms. I apologize, now that I look at it. So it was just me, Dan, and Beagle. Beagle was Neith, and Dan was Nija, and then we had an Uller and a Al Kwong. And 
Well, let's just say I went 10-4-19 and was cackling maniacally throughout the whole match. It was just too fun, too fast. I started off with Bancross right out of the bat, and boy, that really, really, really helps your sustainability early on. You know, a lot of times, you know, even with Hades, I don't go that quite right away in, in these, you know, non-conquest modes, but I think after this match, that, you know... We we talked with Paul a few weeks back about, you know, buying that first one Hebwa and the reasons why. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. That's, you know, at least for Hades as well. You can throw him right in there. That is a great item to start. And it was just, it we were just, it was wrong on so many levels. And yeah, just, just a really great game. I did get y- Ymir to Diamond, so I was happy about that. You know, fin- finished off the big guy there. And... Just a couple, uh, another moment I wanted to talk about. Uh, we we played a, a joust, and I was Kuzenbo, because you know, I mean, who doesn't like the big guy? You know, if you don't like the big guy, you ain't playing him right yet. And y'all know how I like to play him. I like to build health, get that big tough Nene out there, you know, with lots of hit points. But this time I was a little bit more balanced, uh, you know, because I was I was you know had to play the main role of the tank and not just the annoyance here and an assault or something like that. And I got three kills that match. And I think all three were just, that guy thinks he got away. Nene, sick him. And <laughs> the best one was I dove Phoenix because that guy got through Phoenix. And I'm just like, Nene, go. And I threw him out just like a Pokemon through that sucker out there and right before the guy got to the fountain what bam hits him slows him takes him down for the kill and i was just like yes that is why i play this game right there and then beagle and dan and i were playing around with some some classic joust as well and i haven't played this guy in a while i haven't played him in a while because i actually ended up having like two people at 666 worshipers one was athena and then the other one was Kumba. Well, I got Nathena in assault, so she she moved away from that number, and and I'm like, you know what? Let's get Kumba off that too. Oh my goodness! It's like they went for uh, what did they? They went with a Hachiman, a Changa, and a Terra, but the Terra went like damage. She was going for, hey, I got this big circle, and I'm gonna dash through it immediately every time. I'm not trying to heal with a Terra. But yeah, it was like she would dash through to the back line and then Hachiman and Changa would start to come up and I'm just like, oh, I'm kind of tired, you know? And, oh, you guys are stunned and I'm leveling that first. Sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dan and, and Beagle were taking care of Terra back there. And it, it was just, it was just wrong on many, many levels. <laughs> but the my highlight of the week, and, and, and maybe one of Dan's too, we were in a clash. and. Y'all know how Clash works. You don't really know who's winning that game until the final drive is, oh shit, they got it now, you know? But we were up against this team that was pushing us down and pushing us down. We had some fight back, but it just, you know, we, we, we weren't quite, you know, able to hang with them for the longest of times. But early in the match, I'm playing raw. Y'all know I like my raw. <laughs> I like my beams. I like my snipes. I believe it might even been first blood was a maximum range snipe. Second kill, maximum range 
Snipe! One time, one of our, uh, someone was trying to escape around the backside of their tower through the blue camp area. And I came over, I don't even, I don't think I saved him. But, all five of them, right there in a clump. I mean, literally, in a clump, I'm just like, oh, well, fuck this. Raw, and the numbers just flew up. I mean, I, I, the funny part was it was 888, 888, 888. There was like, <laughs> and I got one kill out of the bunch and the rest of them ran like crazy to get the hell away from me. And, but that wasn't the first time this, or the only time this match that I would get a massive raw all. They, uh, they were pushing phoenixes. They had one phoenix down. They they hit the other one. They were chasing to get kills through the jungle to finish us off so they could just wipe out the titan. I'm spawning, coming out of the fountain. And we had a Ganesh on the team. I forget who that was offhand. I'm not scrolling to look because I just need to tell you guys about this. Dan was playing Hercules. And... I'm just like, I don't know who exactly they were chasing out of the jungle. It may have been Dan or Ganesh. I don't know. It was me. Yeah, I I kind of thought it was you. They're coming out of the jungle. I'm like, that's all five of them again. When aren't I getting chased out of the jungle by five people? (laughs) But I'm like, my alt's up. They're all coming out out that, that little entrance way there. And I'm like, I'm queuing up for the raw alt. Ganesh throws his alt up. I threw my all in and hit like all of them. I think I killed one. And then Dan just did a bull rush, picked up all four of them across the Ganesh all. No, it wasn't across. It was literally from pillar to pillar, hit all four of them. Dude, it was just great. It was like a a straight line shot, pillar to pillar. (laughs) I could not see anything. I I literally did it out of panic and like I knew they'd be coming through. So I thought maybe if I CC'd one for the team, you know. Oh, was I in that match Ganesh? Was that me? I think that was you. I think you were in that because you were complaining about playing Clash. (laughs) It was definitely me, Ganesh. Yeah, I got to play my little plushy skin and I was making them jump up and down and squeak and... It was amazing. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Beagle, you were Neath and uh Oh dude, that's when we picked up uh, that one guy from your stream guy. Um uh, Oh uh, yeah, Ruin Ryu Neves. Yeah, Ruin Neves. Neves. He was Ruin Eves or something. I'll yeah, look it up and pronounce his name. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we had picked him up. He was playing some Loki. And oh my goodness, it was just a great match because it was a, a very, very tough match. They had an Awilish, Artemis, Amaterasu, Alquong, and, you know, one of the banes of my existence recently. I've seen a lot of them, Poseidon. Yeah. But, oh, just, I will not forget Quadra Kill! And Dan's just stand there, kind of like looking back and forth a little bit, like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, like, what did I do? And then he's like, you know, he's in complete silence, but his character's just turning back and forth just a little bit. Like, what I do? What I do? And then he's like, did I just, what the, uh, <laughs> uh it was I just... literally was looking for them. I'm like, where did they go? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, there anything that would have made that better is if I would have killed all five with my alt, but you know, that no, it would have been better if I got all five with my push. 
Yeah, but you know, I, I want to be better than you, so it, it would have been better if I would have got all five. <laughs> <laughs> well, doesn't doesn't everybody? But they try. Needless to say, we took that, went right down the lane, took out the Titan, and won the game. That's how Clash works, people. My two bits of advice for you with Clash is: a, pay attention to the mini map because you're going to get crashed on from odd places at, at all the time. Two. Don't give up, because you can get pushed the whole way back to Titan, you get one D aside, and you can go win the game. Alright, that's my two bits, that's my games of the week. Beagle, I know you've been itching to talk about a game here, so I'm going to throw it over to you. Alright, 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 let me go to the first page, because that's where it's at. Alright, so the other day, we were playing Assault, it was me... Dad, Dan, and Guy. Guy was Alfosh, Dad was Baron, Dan was Tear, and we had a random Cabracken. And, oh, my God, this was so unexpected. <laughs> like, oh my God, I can't even right now. So, it was, I was playing Uller, and I went 11, 6, and 11, and let's just say, I must have been, like, I don't even know that night because you want to know how many snipes I hit with my three? Dude, it was like amazing. all of them. I swear, there's like not yeah, one. I'm pretty I'm sure no, I, missed uh, one. I had like 17 assists with off wash. So yeah, you're hitting all the assists, all the end, all the oh, good yeah. last hits. Dude, Dude they like, thought they got away. Yeah, no. Nope. Yeah, like oh my god, I hit them so perfect. Like I forget who it was that ran at me. I think it was Kali. She tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it might have been Sir Kent. I'm not sure. One of the assassins. They ran at me trying to kill me, and as they were backing up, guess what I did? I used my three and put it behind her as she backed up, and she ran into it, and it killed her. <laughs> Dude, that, that, that was a fun match, despite the other the enemy team did end up having a feeder on it. I got killed oh, by it once. It was right. a heavy yeah. I disagree. That match sucked ass. Well, yeah, you were having a sauerkraut <laughs> of a match, but... Yeah, but oh my god, it was freaking hilarious i just didn't know I, I i was just like this can't be me i must be like i don't even know right now but actually i have another game i want to talk about too i played al kwong for the second time but like the first time in a very long time and it was still oh wait no this one was just me dad and dan and <laughs> we were i know dad was streaming that night mm-hmm. <laughs> and i went six three and eleven and, I mean, there was nothing really, like, great that popped out of that match. It was just, you know, I, I played a really good game. But then at the end, uh, we won. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. I, I should play Al Kwong more. He's really fun. And Dad just goes like, I almost just spit water all over my computer. And I was like, wow, okay, rude. <laughs> and then he's like, no, no, no. No, no, Look. no. <laughs> we, we had a dicey victory sighting in the stream chat. Ooh. So I was exist. all excited. I saw the yeah, GG I, pop up, and I'm like, oh my god, I almost spit, you know, I had literally just taken a drink and literally almost spit it out all over my computer. It was a last-minute, like, pinch of the lips that saved it. Yeah, like, I was just about to say, wow, okay, that was rude. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Thanks. no, <laughs> Dicey, I spy with my eye a Dicey in my chat. It was good <laughs> to see you, brother, glad to talk to you. I know ooh, uh, you got to get ooh, some things ooh, in balance in ooh, life, but I'm ooh, looking forward to playing with you again soon. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yes, one more. Yes. One more. One more. One more. Okay, one more. Um, I played Kepri the other day, and 
Okay, it was a loss. It was an assault. I sucked so bad. But at the same time, oh my god. This one, I think it was just me and Dan. and It might have been someone else, but their name is not showing up, so I don't know. Maybe Yuri? Yeah, yeah I was Yuri. thinking. Yeah, Yuri, maybe. Yeah, probably one of them. Uh, it hasn't been Yuki. He's unfortunately no, been uh, working overtime this week. Oh, which also, I forgot. Oh, yeah. He's not with us here for the second recording because, yeah, he had to work overtime again today. Wow, Dad. How Poor Yuki. so neat. Right? Mm-hmm. But, like, okay, he tried. I was... <laughs> I was... Okay, like, I was building full tank, and I was just doing amazing, except I could not hit my all on the right person at the right time. Like... God, I'd try to save someone, but this other stupid person walks right in front of him, and it puts it on him, and I'm like, are you serious? And then I try to put it right in front of me. Not, like, right, right in front of me, but a couple steps in front of me. It puts it on me. Thanks, game. But, yeah. I ended up going 6, 8, and 23 that game. Yes, 6 Kepard kills. It felt amazing. And at the end of that game, I ended up trying to buy a mask. <laughs> but I think the game ended. Well, no, because I did buy the the mask because I had that item yet, and uh, it was it was really fun. I never really actually even got to use Ragnar's mask because the game was pretty much over. Like, so oh, you I wanted to wanted to see you've that. basically been building a lot of defense and then capping it off with Ranga's in the end, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm. I guess I'll I'll be nice here and I'll share my secret. <sighs> If for some reason you ever feel like playing a tank and do damage, but play a tank, I'm telling you. Like, if you just build straight tank and then Ragnar's mask, you're gonna kill, you're gonna murder people. I should not tell you people this, but I'm gonna. Because, <laughs> like, I remember I played in Arena as Ares with Dan, it was just me and Dan, and... I started with boots just to get boots over with, and you know, already bought, and then I bought um, Hide of the Urchin, and then Ragnar's Mask, and then built full tank from that point on, and it was just funny. Except Dan kept stealing all my freaking kills, because he's a nerd. <laughs> yeah, I know how that is. I, I played that I Artemis it. Assault like that last night, where I didn't think I was doing that good, because I only had two kills. I had some good maneuvers throughout, I had some good alts, but I just wasn't you know, really getting the damage out, I felt like. I, you know, it just didn't seem like it was there because I wasn't getting any kills. And then the game ended and, you know, it was like 15 minutes and and I had like almost 18,000 damage, almost double everybody else. I'm just like, oh, I did kick out a lot of damage. I just didn't get the final kill. So, yeah, no beat. Actually, why don't we segue over to Dan? Because I'm sure Dan might want to talk about playing Achilles in that match. Oh, you actually reminded me of that. I didn't think of it. Yeah, that was a pretty fun assault. Who were you? You were Artemis? Yeah, I stole all your yeah. kills with my <laughs> ultimate in one go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's called a quadra kill with all Achilles ult. Dude, it was... It, was, was, uh, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. I had to use abilities in between and everything to make sure everybody got low enough, but I did it. Yeah, that, that, was, that was pretty awesome. I'm like, dude, he just ulted for all of them. I'm like... I'm so, so sad the first guy died before that started. Yeah, if I would have got that pentakill, dude, uh, I would have been done playing forever. Like, I did it. I did it. I got all the trophies. I got every single trophy in the game, and I got a five-man execute. I'm done. I'm good. 
Dude, I haven't even got my pension. So y'all better hope depressing. I never get that. <laughs> it's literally depressing. Um, no, I know you still oh, okay, got other goals. So I'll just make sure I steal that last kill from now on. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll, keep, I'll continue sure doing it. Eagle will you. continue doing I'll help that. You. Yeah. Um, Only I'm allowed to make jokes about this. So. I also had a couple good games. Um, let me see here. Sorry, I was looking at something quick. Dude, I think uh, there's there's another moment. Can I remind you of? Because it was yeah. during a bad match, so you might not talk about it. Oh, I probably uh, won't. <laughs> but you 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 started off doing really good as Nijan, our last game last night, and then they kind of focused on you and 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 you know sent you down a sauerkraut path. But the moment I want want to bring up is when you had no health left, yet you still did something pretty cool, didn't you? Um, who was it though? I don't know who it was on the enemy team. I think it might have been the B. It might have been the B. I think it was because he was trying to chase me down. Um, yeah. I remember he was staring me down, shooting his autos, and they were hitting. So I was like, well, I can't run away. Might as well turn around. So I quick 180, sashed him, ulted him, and killed him, and then got away. And it was uh, it, it was pretty fun. Nija is one of my rising favorites because I can one-shot people. Dude, you had like two health, and you're like, I might as well just go for the alt. Next thing I know, there goes the B down for the count. That was this nice, nice little runaway we had there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had you saved my bacon. I was able to get away then. Yep, yep, yep. Of course, of course. Uh, I had another game that I wanted to talk about that uh, only Beagle would know about here, and it was a uh, classic joust I played today. Oh my god. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, usually I I always fill, so I was like, you know, what Yuri, what do you want to play? Yuri was there. And he picked Achilles because he's been having a lot of fun with Achilles. And I'm like, Alright. So I pick or no, then Beagle is like back and forth what she wants to do. Does she want to rent Bacchus for the day because she doesn't have the God pack? Or And I got a new skin. I got super chill. Right, right. And, uh, so it comes down to three seconds, and she picks... Who did you pick that game? Neith. Neith, and I pick Freya. And I was like, well, if Smite's going to give me free one-shot kills, I'm obviously going to take him. Well... I don't know why you don't just play Freya every game. Because it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be any fun. I would just kill everybody and never die. Exactly, but, and then you would never get frustrated. Uh, no, I'd get frustrated. I'd be like, why the hell are these people so stupid? It kind of bugs me. <laughs> um, hey, I just because, like, seriously, if there's a Freya running down at you, and she's basicing you, and you're just backpedaling, like, oh my god, what do I do? You're wait, gonna wait. die every time, you stupid idiot. Run away. <laughs> didn't, um, Just turn didn't... around. Who was their tank that game? Kabracken? Yeah, didn't he build damage, too? I don't remember. He had to have because, dude, I was basicing him to death, like a hundred. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They all built damage. They all built damage, and it was so funny because I was like, "Man, they all built damage," and I was four and zero at two minutes. Like, how the hell do they expect to go through this with no defenses when I'm four and zero at two minutes? <laughs> right. The first, we... the first kill, first blood was on our red buff. 
their assassin tried to steal it and she stole it and um yuri was like oh damn it she got it and then i hit her with my one and she was half health and he hit her with his shield and she was basically dead and i hit her one more time and she died <laughs> we did that in that kumba match too one of them came over to our red buff and i'm just like yawn you're stuck everyone's like "Ooh, hello you're dead Ooh, a piece of candy uh yeah, I mean it was it was a it was definitely a really fun game and uh I think my actual highlight now this is this is some pretty deep shit right now because you know Dirt Nap Dance all about the kill count and the damage and making sure, you know, we win the game. But what I did was I purposefully set up Yuri for a triple kill with his ult as Achilles. <laughs> I literally would look at their health and be like, Alright, I do about three quarters in one hit. I can hit him one more time with a basic, and then I would whoop him for him. <laughs> and, you know, he would come up, oh, bam, dead. And then I went to the next one, fucking swung that one again, threw it out, hit him, and then it was he would start his ult, I'd hit him again, boom, hit. And then I whooped the third one, did the whole Freya bullshit one-shot thing, and he <laughs> finished her off. It was It was hilarious. Like, I literally would basic, basic, and then just stop and stare at him and walk beside him. Just be like, <laughs> you're gonna die in like a second. <laughs> Sorry, sucker. And uh I had one last game that I really wanted to talk about. And uh it was my most recent game uh before everybody got home, before uh before dinner and such. It was uh me, Yuri, and Beagle playing some tr uh classic joust again, actually. And there was a Zeus on the enemy team with an Ardeo and Ooh, who was the third one? They're not on Guru. Uh, Ardeo? Probably a hunter? No. Or assassin? It was an assassin, I think. Dodgy, Dodgy. Ardeo, Dodgy, Zeus was their classic joust team. Now, going into that, I said, oh, well, we're going to fucking lose because they have a Zeus and he's broken. And for the first three minutes of the match, yeah, he proved that fact. He murdered us over and over from places that were just fucking bullshit. Because, you know, thanks, Hi-Rez. Um, give him the stun back already. Just fucking do it. It's pointless not to. I mean, he's gonna kill you anyway. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, in the middle of the game, I realized... Ardeo was building all damage, and I was Cerberus, and I'm like, well, I win, because she's just gonna heal me through everything, so I just build tank, she heals me through everything, and that was it, her lifesteal, her abilities were all so muted, she thought she could 1v3 because she built damage, well, you died, like, instantly, good job. And sadly, their Kabrakin ended up being a feeder. He was level 5 when I was level 10 because he just gave up. He could not do anything. He tried and tried and tried in the beginning half of the game. And just didn't work out for him. Yeah. I'll Sorry, but I'm a good puppy. <laughs> yeah. We've faced a lot of teams that have been building all offense. And at first, it kind of caught us off guard. But then we're like, okay... It's not that hard to counter once you realize what's going on most of the time. There are, there's still some people that are, you know, still good with what they do and can get away with it, obviously. But Emir. 
Yeah. <laughs> we we've we've uh definitely uh, overcome that little hiccup and like why are they just getting away with building this all offense and you know defense doesn't seem to work and then you know we kind of just settled in and like all right let's think about this a little bit more and be a little bit more pro smart tip. about how we pro, play. Pro, quick pro tip if they're all building damage just farm and stay the fuck away from them and mid game to late game ye, they won't be able to touch you cuz you'll have defenses cuz you're smart and they won't. Yep, exactly. And then you can just 1cc, blow them up, 1cc, blow them up. Easy game. All right. That that covers up your games there, Dan? Yeah, I'm done spouting. <laughs> all right. Guy has to be last because he's, he's all humble like that and doesn't like to delve too much into his games. He's, he's going to have to take better notes. Oh, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> no, like always, you know, I'm just short and sweet. No pentakills this week. Uh, so I want to talk about a couple games we had actually right before that clash game um i was amc in both those games dad was ymir in both games dan was Scylla in one game and Bast- was like bastet in the other one um the things we were doing to these guys in joust they were both 10 minute surrenders by the other team Oh, God, I forgot about them. <laughs> oh, destroyed them. I, mean, I was... do forget about them, because those games aren't as fun, because it's only like 10 minutes. Of... Yeah, it, it was yeah. the brutal 10 minutes for both teams. Uh, the first game, I went 5-0. and The second game, I went 3-0. and uh, Yeah, just really... It's hard to talk about them, because it's just like... Yeah, I mean, we just stomped their face in. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> just stomped Dude. them down. Good, some good stops, some just well coordinated shit, you know. And hmm. yeah, they were good games. That's really what it was. And, and we're not saying that they were them. all terrible players. We're just no. saying that we stomped the shit out of them. Yeah, Dad would hit him with the freeze, the mirror freeze, and then me and Dan would hit him with everything we had, and it was just pretty much yeah, instant did, death. Dude, we we weren't too sure the one team though, because it was uh, a Ymir against me, so I was mirroring him Ymir, which yeah. is always fun. Emir, Emir, <laughs> something like that, yeah. And then they also had an Alpwash, so it, it was a nasty little fight, you know, in that one. But again, just that one, I'm pretty sure right. Dan took Can care I, of. I'm Alpwash. gonna let a little secret out what I've been doing, and it's been working really well, especially when you're playing someone like Emir. Don't listen so, to him; he's terrible. <laughs> so that match where we had the Alpwash with the new uh, experience camp on the back end. I've been buying two wards right out of the bat as the tank. I run out through mana camp. I drop one right there in that intersection. Go over, drop one in their intersection. And then sometimes I already know where the enemy's at because, you know, my teammates are seeing them. And this, and I could see how Plosh was looking into damage camp from mid lane. I'm just like, I come walking up behind him and... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, he's, he was right there. I could freeze him and bop him uh, and, you know, spike him and bop him. And then he tried to run. I'm putting a wall up because now we're in that little middle tunnel. He had nowhere to go. <laughs> that poor guy. We just, we, I, he was not ready for, for my Ymiri. No. You know, and get, he was just out of position too much. And, and that can very quickly happen in Joust. You just, if you don't have tabs on where everybody's at, you best be careful. Yeah, between you freezing them and killing them, and Dan was Bastet jumping on top of them over and over again. He just he was not having any luck. 
Half the time that I play Best Dead, it's because I'm making fun of Ashley because it was her first diamond and she was so proud. But I'm like, Best Dead's the easiest character. I always used to make fun of her for that. I'm like, you jump in, you hit two, you hit three, you leave. Oh, you jump in, you alt, you leave. And it's so funny because she would always get so grumpy about it. And it's just like, it's funny because, yeah, it's true, but she's not that easy. Dan, I'm going to punch you. (laughs) You want to fight Diamond Best Dead? In fact, you sleep in my room. And then, uh, yeah, well, I only think, because you like to sleep in the living room during the summer. Yeah, I do. And then uh, I was streaming, I think, that night, so we picked up uh, Ruin Eves, I believe was his name. He played a few games with us, so I want to give a shout out to him. And then I played some Xbox, and I mean, still dominating there. I met a r- bunch of really cool people on there: uh, Cyberstorm, Divine Whisper. And I uh, guess two, four, five. We played probably three or four games together. They were most of them were new players, so gave them a few tips and we had a pretty good time. I think a few of them actually joined the Discord. One of them actually joined the clan on Xbox. Heck yeah! So uh, I mean, really, that's about it for me. You know, always like I say, short and sweet for me. You know, I I, I did actually. Uh, I just. You know, while I was trying to catch up with your games here, I did get reminded of another, just a moment real quick, where I was playing Kepri. I'm not a big Kepri player. I haven't played him a lot. I I like his alt, but, you know, at the same time, it's one of those wonky things for me. And we were playing, and I think it was Dan was trying to get away. He was Giannis. And I don't know if it was... I. Th- their Hebwa, I think, was charging in on them, maybe even Alden. And it was just like, yeah, it was the Hebwa on. Because I seen the wave kick, and I just turned and flicked, and bam! Hit the alt, wave goes across, ally comes on over, gets a nice heal out of it, because he was pretty low health. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh my god, I actually did it! I did it in the middle of a dash like that! I was like, Oh, I can't believe I did something cool with Capri. Yay, I was like Kermit the Frog all excited. Yeah, actually there was one game on Xbox. I was playing with those guys that I was just talking about, and we played an assault. They were like, oh, let's play an assault. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So of all the gods to get, I got Opwash. Oh, and I, I wrecked. <laughs> I went like 24, 4, and 20. <laughs> I mean, it was oh, it was gross. Yeah, you re-rolled and it went right into up wash and we all laughed. Oh, it was gross. But uh Alright. That's it for me. Moving on here. We're gonna kinda hop right in here some some questions today with, with aggro and boy, I'll tell you what, the community did not let us down here. There was questions coming in from every direction through the Discord, through the Facebook group, through Twitter. Uh, Not my Twitter, though. Nobody commented on my Twitter post. Like, Nobody on, comments guys. on my Stop. Twitter because I don't... Hey, I got, I got one. I got one on Twitter. I don't know what you're all talking about. <laughs> so, you know, but they're all copied mostly here over into the Discord. So, uh, Guy is going to be our main question asker here today. So, Guy, uh, what do you want to ask Hi-Rez Agro first here today? Well, I'm going to start off on my own question real quick. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself and let us know exactly what you do? Some people might not know sure. about it, but yeah, sure. I'm uh, I'm an esports caster. I cast, you know, the Smite console series, Smite pro leagues, Smite global series, and Smite minor league. Lots of 
lots of different leagues we have going right now in Smite. Um, occasionally I'll hop on over and do some Realm Royale or some Paladins casting, but my main focus is Smite. Um, I was previously a professional player on console uh, and competed there for about a year before getting hired at Hi-Res. Awesome, man. That's a pretty good lead into this first question we got from uh, Ragnafinity. He says, when is aggression coming back? <laughs> yeah, so aggression is uh, my alter ego that I created or or it maybe slips out at times where uh, it's a little bit, it's it's equal parts Dr. Disrespect and just <laughs> trolling my brains out. Uh, but, you know, I, uh, I did it for the Skillshot versus Pros thing. Uh, people seem to like it. Uh, I've been posting some YouTube videos of it, uh, of teamfight breakdowns with the aggression nature uh, to my YouTube channel, um, as well as I'm going to be doing an, a, a live stream pretty soon, uh, a, a whole role playing live stream, which uh, which I think is going to be pretty fun. That sounds like yeah, a lot I, of fun. I believe you might have called your teammates six year your six year old girls with patches and cast on their hands. Yeah, yeah, eye patches, <laughs> and they all uh, <laughs> fell on the jungle gym and couldn't and couldn't play. It's the only explanation. They were so terrible. Like what? Uh, what was I supposed to say? Oh my god! Well, I've run into a couple of those. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we all have. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> so our next <laughs> hey. question comes from Ghoster seven eight six. He says, "What is your favorite color?" Green. Definitely green. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Oh, green's the best. Eh, I'm more of a blue guy, but okay. Well, Blue's alright. Blue's alright. I'm a oh, I like purple. I purple's like pretty purple. baby. Purple. I'd say purple's like my third favorite color, behind green and then blue. Mm-hmm. I'm always torn like between purple. whether it's yellow or green. It's one of the two. Alright, yeah. well let's get to the next one it is from Mr. Net. Can you pass the idea of a policia mirror skin <laughs> onto the team that makes and approves the skins. <laughs> and what is your favorite thing about working in high res? Uh, police Yamir. Well, what would like? What would the? Can you guys help me come up with the ideas oh, dude, for easy, the abilities? Here? Easy, easy. Okay, blue, blue police suit Yamir with his the with the baton. Sure, yeah. that's that's hundred percent. Jail cell. The alt definitely has the lights going off and the sirens. You know, uh, the wall could be a chain link fence. Nah, dude, it's got to be bars. Uh, oh, I was going to yeah, say, bars it could be, be bars, chain link fence, barbed wire, all kinds of stuff, you know? Okay. The freeze and... could throw out, he could throw out handcuffs from the ground. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm starting to, I'm starting to get there. Yeah, we can, uh, <laughs> we might be able to get something going. That's not, a, that's not too bad of an idea. And the freeze is pepper spray. <laughs> oh, okay. Or maybe the two could be the pepper spray, the two right? Like, the pepper spray. Or the two's pepper spray and the three is the taser. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah, get behind yeah. that. That'd be that'd be pretty yeah, dope. Um, yeah, I'm liking it. Yeah, exactly. Well, one of my favorite things about working at high res is that I don't spend all of my money on gems anymore. Uh, that's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, definitely a, a bonus for me. I, I saved a lot of money by getting hired. But no, I think uh, <laughs> I think my favorite thing about working at high res is just being surrounded by people who are super passionate about the same things that I'm passionate about. Um, you know, before I got, before I was playing professionally and before I got hired, I was working in sports broadcasting, covering Pittsburgh sports for CBS. And uh, there was a lot of, it, people were very passionate there as well, but traditional sports broadcasting, people are pretty jaded uh, as a whole. Um, you yeah, know, there's I have some uh, strong passions that go along with sports, especially in Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a PA guy, so I have a lot of Pittsburgh friends, yep. you know, fans. And it, yeah, they are. <laughs> Crazy, but I'll tell you what, else. they're a lot nicer than the Philly fans. 
they're all a special kind of people. Yeah, Philly fans <laughs> are the worst, without a doubt. I mean, there's there Pittsburgh fans and, and basically a lot of sports fans are just psychopaths. Like, there's no other word for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely obsessed. But um, one thing that made me really excited about going to high res in particular, but also just the esports scene in general, is it's all so new. You know, it's 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 such a new sort of avenue, and and people who uh, work hard and, and are able to do good things are able to shape the way the entire community and the entire industry is going to go in the next few years because make no bones about it esports is going to get bigger and bigger and uh, i really was excited to get a chance to to jump on board and try and make some uh, make some things happen and hopefully you know be able to impact the whole scene uh, as an industry moving forward so it, it's basically that i get to talk about smite and think about smite all day because that's what i do anyways and so now i get paid for it which is really nice. Living the dream. Yeah. Living yeah. The dream, so right? where, when's the uh, applications going in? Uh, <laughs> I, I think I was supposed to get one in the mail and it just must have missed me. Yeah, it must have. Yeah. I think I, I, I know I said that out. I stamped it myself. That's really weird. That yeah, you, uh, I, I thought so. That you didn't get that. Uh, hey, we're always, you know, we're always looking for stuff. The, the high res, uh, high res.com or whatever. High res studios.com. That's what it is. <laughs> slash careers or whatever. We're all, we're always looking for talented people. Well, if you ever need a machinist. There you go. <laughs> Before we get too far away, though, from skin suggestions, oh, there God. is one skin that we've come up with here on the podcast that I absolutely love the idea Ooh. for. All right, lay it on And would just love to see a pixel Daji. Because, you know, her her ultimate being a nerd pole of dirt would just be awesome. Mm. Yeah, that would be pretty Minecraft cool. Minecraft reference Daji <laughs> with the Minecraft reference Kerninos. Same, uh. Same kind of look style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I could see it. Not too bad. I- I'll be honest with you. I've literally never played Minecraft ever in my entire life, which <laughs> is really man. weird. No, but, it's, uh, it's a good move. Good move. It is a good move. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it's probably <laughs> I, not. It's like the most popular game ever outside of Fortnite, right? So, like, yeah. I feel like I should have yeah. gotten on board somewhere, but I don't know. I've, I've, I've played it on and off. Yeah. But that's b- beside the point. Dad, you quit the one I, time I play it when all the your time freaking world and, got exploded or something. And, yeah, uh, well, yeah, back in the day, every time it updated, you, your world's just disappeared. And I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> well, thankfully, that's old style news. Yeah. <laughs> old style news. What's up next here, guy? <laughs> all right, next we got our buddy Vio. Vio. He's having been on both sides. Do you prefer the life and work of being a pro player of the game or being a caster? Slash someone working on the game. Oh, it, it caster without a doubt. Being a pro player is really, really hard. Uh, it, it, you just you don't have a life. At least I didn't because I was working full time um, and playing at the same time. So you know, I'd go, I'd go to work, uh, I'd come home, I'd find some time to eat if I could. If I didn't, then <laughs> that's just how it goes. And then I'd practice from you know seven p.m. until. 11 p.m. and then I don't want to be done for the day quite yet because there are still things I wanted to work on after scrims. Mm-hmm. So I'd play ranked until like two in the morning and then have to wake up at 8 a.m. to work again the next day. Uh, mm. And my girlfriend was like, "What are you doing? Like, well, you, you are the worst." <laughs> it, it was it was horribly stressful. There's always team drama and stupid stuff going on, and that was in large part due to the fact that the Xbox competitive scene was still fairly young and needed some serious maturation, which. They probably still need it's it's that's just kind of the way it goes, I suppose. But it was uh, it was stressful, man. And, you know, every event 
you know, you're, you're really relying on placing well, and sometimes things are out of your control or it's a team game. You know, you might play well, your teammates might not, you might let down your teammates. And then you have to know that you, it costs everyone on your team and yourself a lot of money. And that's not a whole, a, a very fun feeling. Um, that being said, nothing, nothing compares to, to working hard with a group of other people for one goal and then achieving that goal. Not Nothing compares to that feeling. So I definitely miss the highs of, of being a pro player, of which admittedly there weren't a whole lot for me. Um, <laughs> but, but I certainly yeah. don't miss the day to day. That's for sure. Coming home and scrimming all day is, uh, is not something that I miss particularly. I can, now I can uh, be surrounded by smite and then on my off days, don't have to worry about it at all where that, what it really wasn't a thing before. Hell yeah. And the next one we got is from this Uncle This is my Phoenix. favorite oh. question. <laughs> and he says, will you be on the karaoke episode when we do it? Oh, Lord. I, first of all, okay. <laughs> when I came on here and said that I, I am bringing you guys down, I meant it, first of all. But nothing will compare to, I mean, you will lose every subscriber. Like, you, you will not have a, a base anymore if that happens. I, I'm not a big karaoke guy. Uh, in fact, a funny story. The last time I did karaoke was when I was playing and it was when <laughs> I went on vacation and had to miss a week of games, uh, because it, it was a, it was a vacation with my friends. We'd planned months out in advance. I read our schedule wrong. Cause I'm an idiot and thought that was our bye week but it wasn't, but we were playing like a very bad team. So I was like, okay, I'm still going to go. You guys will be fine. We were in my estimation, the best team in the league at the time. So I knew that we could, that they would be just fine without me. I got carried every game anyways. So then I go, I'm on vacation, I'm in the Outer Banks in North Carolina, and I'm watching uh, our our games streamed to me, and I'm seeing us lose, and I'm just getting depressed and depressed and depressed, and I'm like, oh my god, we're going to miss land, like, we're not, you know, what, what are we going to do, like, what is wrong with us? Sure enough, we lose that set, which we never should have lost in a million years, and my friends and I immediately go out to a karaoke bar. And I just, I mean, the, the, the true, like, depressed person at the bar, like, sitting there just, like, ordering drink after drink after drink, that was me. And so I just got a little bit too inebriated and, uh, and had a great time at karaoke. Uh, and that was the last time I ever did karaoke because I, I it just, uh, I'm not very good at it, I'll say that. I think I'm having horror flashbacks. Yeah, Dan, you nailed it, that's sure. I, I had a very, 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 very similar, uh, experience of karaoke i was at a neighbor's house and we got you know we we, we had a few juice boxes bottles of juice <laughs> two bottles many. of juice yeah um we <laughs> had a few boxes juice. of juice it was good we were all having fun and then the sugar high kicked in yeah exactly and and um i got up on the mic and, <laughs> and i butchered the literal heck out of Shania Twain's "I Feel Like a Woman." Oh, nice! Like plastic re- drunk. I recorded. It was, it was <laughs> oh, great. Oh, you have to send me this. <laughs> it was that bad. You have to send it me was. this. And, and afterwards, uh, he same... looked at us and he's like, "Nailed it!" Oh yeah, dude, I was so <laughs> hammered. I was so hammered. That's I the best. I did not way. know what was going on. That sounds like then, good podcast audio to me. I don't know. Just a, yeah, 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 it does. And, and then he then he smoked his cigarette backwards. Oh. <laughs> not only though not only did i like smoke it backwards like i lit it backwards and i like puffed on it i was like damn why is it on fire yeah <laughs> just kept you know, going. just hitting it and i'm like what what is this thing what is doesn't it usually go out when it does that that's weird 
And then someone <laughs> smacks it out of my hand like, you idiot. <laughs> and then they gave him a crayon and he tried to light it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, who hasn't? Going. Who hasn't done that at some point? <laughs> so Come on. <laughs> as long I as really just got done doing cranes. that before I, before I got on the podcast. <laughs> See? I'm not alone. So that whole uh, the whole karaoke thing started because I listen to a lot of podcasts at work and a couple of them do it. So early on, I just threw that out there as a joke, and, and now it's going to happen. I've condemned Uncle this Phoenix all to hell. Uncle Phoenix is the one pushing for it, dude. I know. Uncle, Uncle Phoenix, Phoenix is definitely pushing for it. Uncle Phoenix, it's in the works. My <laughs> idea is that we're going to do some smite parodies to songs and, and have mm-hmm. some fun with it one way or another. So Nice. That sounds uh, awesome. <laughs> but Uncle Phoenix did here ask, ask for you to audition. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep it real with you, Chief. I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Uncle Phoenix. We'll get the next guy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. We're, we're working it for you, man. We're working. He says honestly. If someone leaves, same Uncle Phoenix also he goes on. He says honestly. If someone leaves your game during the early stages, beginning of the game to 15 to 20 minutes in the game. And doesn't come back for five plus minutes. You shouldn't lose TP, and they should lose two times. That's a better way to manage it. Rank system suggestion. Pretty sure we made a change, pretty similar to that, didn't we? With with mid season, yeah, where so. levers uh, levers do lose double the TP, and those on your team that did not leave uh, lose reduced TP. So I'm pretty sure we made that change not too long yeah. ago. Yeah. Okay. He must, and he says he's got another one down here. He says the before three minute mark and upon surrender. Doesn't make much sense and is barely any time because people can feed for five plus minutes and then leave and not come back. Yeah, I mean, there's always going to be workarounds to to things like that. That's just the nature of the, the there's an honor system involved in being an online gamer. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't follow that same honor system. But I think that the the plans we have in place and what we implemented during uh, during the midseason patch. I think is definitely a good idea. And we're obviously open to new suggestions and and ways to fix it. But ultimately we will never solve how to punish people who leave the game. Because if we did, we would be the first game in history to do it. And we'd make a whole lot of money and Lord knows we're trying, but I, uh, I I just don't (laughs) know that we'll ever find that solution. It's just so hard, especially with disconnects too, like from like uh, internet problems, storm. Right, right. There's always going to be, you know, extenuating circumstances, I know I I've only left one ranked game ever, and I'll admit to that live on the podcast. But that's because uh, I got a call. <laughs> you heard from it my, here, folks. Yeah, exactly. I I did. I left a ranked game because uh, my girlfriend called me and was like, "Hey, I got into a car accident," and I was like, "I'm Oof. leaving my ranked game." So sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's the that's way it's got to go. A good excuse. Yeah. So sometimes there are just things that pop up, and it sucks. But um, yeah, th- th- those I mean, people that do leave just because they're mad or frustrated or whatever, uh, we're we're certainly looking at trying to prevent those sorts of things. They've got Sauron's eye on your ass. Yeah, exactly. I definitely think the steps you've taken have been a positive direction now, you know, and I appreciate it. I, I like the little alert thing in the end because that, 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 that was remind me sometimes, yeah, that guy was being a jerk. And I, I, I forgot I wanted to report him for that VGS spam or, or whatever and, and so forth. So I, I appreciate that. Although I think, uh, you know, a time or two it suggested I was feeding. I'm like, no, I was just getting crap beat out of me. Yeah. Um, thanks much. But uh, outside of that, you know, it, it has picked up on the VGS spam. Because I know one time there was the question or the exclamation point was flashing on the enemy team. We're like, that's the guy that was kicking everyone's ass on our team. You know, we won the match. I'm like, oh, 
he was probably VGS spamming his team because, <laughs> yeah, he was the only one doing any work. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it's especially difficult on console, right? Because on PC, you know, we've got chat logs and it's very easy yep. to see what people are saying to one another, whereas VGS spam and the other ways that you can annoy each other on console, which I'm very familiar with, uh, <laughs> are a little bit more difficult to track. And I think that with that midseason, you know, of, of shortening, if you're constantly hitting the, the cap of the VGS spam filter then it will shorten your amount of VGS that you can use until you can't VGS at all uh, <laughs> is a really, is a really cool kind of idea to try and mitigate some of that, which, uh, which certainly I have been the receiving end of more than I'd like. Yeah. I did not know about it. If you hit the cap, it was, it would slowly reduce the VGS. I didn't know about that. Was, yeah. I don't think that was mentioned anywhere. It's uh, I know, I know Pon Pon and I talked about it on a patch notes or maybe it was Pon Pon and Hindu, but if for the mid season, if you are, if you're, if you hit the cap and then continue to spam while the, while the block is on, it will recognize that you're spamming too much and it will <laughs> be a little bit quicker on the cap next time and so on and so forth. I don't know if it actually reduces you to actually zero, but uh, I know it does start to, to, make it so that you it would suggest you to get reported after the game that's one of the ways that right. uh that it finds that logic cool yeah i've liked a lot of changes you guys have made uh, i think the accommodation system's kind of been working a lot uh, yeah also i like the matchmaking has been a lot better i believe yeah yeah i've been having a lot of fun mm -hmm. with it i think that that getting rid of duo queue is is always a contentious thing um because a lot of people only want to play ranked with their friends but it reminds me of the good old days when I started first started playing ranked back in you know season one, and um, everyone was in cursed voice all the time, and uh, I got into a ranked team that I shouldn't have been in once upon a time, and Zapman and Lassus made fun of me, and that's just like it, it was a it's a fond memory, you know, it's a fond memory. Uh, one of your favorites, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh -huh. I was farmed by Wolfie twenty thirty two's Hunbat solo. I remember uh -huh. it, was, uh, it was rough. It was a it was a rough time out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question we got is from Big Rick. He must have deleted his first question. <laughs> he says, my first question sucked. So here's something. <laughs> Agro, if you had to live your normal life, but as a god, what skin are you and what's your kit? Oh, man. Great question. Okay. So wait, wh what? So I have to choose an existing skin in Smite? Is that? Uh... It says, it says, yep. But as a god, what skin are you and what's your kit? Any passive three abilities from the battlefield and one ult. Oh, okay. All right. Well, definitely have through space and time as my ultimate. I'm telling you that right now because I've, I've often thought about what superpower I would pick if I could have one. And teleportation is obviously the right answer. Uh, right? And, I, and, that's just, and that's just obvious to me. Although maybe that's I guess probably. like Athena ult would be better. I could Athena ult like, you know, maybe I'm hungry my friend goes to five guys for me. I have to them. Just superhero oh lands through the ceiling like, boom, give me a cheeseburger. Yeah, exactly. French French like, wait outside under everywhere. all circumstances. Like, do not go inside until I'm there or else I'm going to destroy this building. That's not what I want. Um, all right. Well, I definitely, uh, so I'm thinking about less about the cool abilities because obviously if I wanted to, I would just be Zeus all the time because he's the coolest. Right. But... I think for my own benefit, let's see. My first ability, does it do you think it has to be like actually first abilities or can I put like detonate as my one? No, I I think it's more fun if I have to do actually that ability. So my first ability would be portal um because I'm lazy. Uh <laughs> second ability, oh, that's a tough one. Um I think my second ability 
Ooh, eat minion isn't a bad idea. Maybe maybe a little Bakasura action. Get in there and you know just just gobble up. And someone's annoying me. I just I just eat them. You know, don't have to <laughs> regurgitate and eat them again. Yeah, someone exactly. DMs you in your rank game and you just eat them. Just eat them right away. Just just gobble them up. Yeah, exactly. That uh, that would be nice. Um, third ability, I would choose detonate, but I don't have any way to put charges on people, so I'd have to just like hang out outside during lightning well, hey, storms. You can pick any passive. So oh, that's Ooh, true. I could make uh, I could make my auto attacks apply charges. Not a bad idea. All right, we're going with that. That's my passive when I ever <laughs> auto attack people, which I obviously do consistently. Um, so we should just call you Zonis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Zeus and Giannis together, my two favorite gods. Yeah, that that sounds about right. That that actually is perfect. <laughs> what skin? Uh, what skin? So Rift Shaker Giannis is my favorite skin in the entire game. Um, yes, but I, I don't think one. I want to be that like mossy all the time, you know. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go with Almighty Zeus, the the young the young Zeus skin. Cause he, I mean, my, my man's looking pretty good. You know what I mean? If I, if, if I can get that chiseled, like I'm in a good spot. So <laughs> I, I think I'll take that one. <laughs> I, I'm just saying though, Thunderhead Zeus, the recolor is honestly the best Zeus skin. It's a really good Zeus skin. I use, <laughs> Zeus I use skin. default Zeus like a lot. I really do. I just love his default model. Uh, Zeus, God, Zeus is just so cool. Ever since I got the 4th of July skin for him, it's always been that. That's a good <laughs> one too. Uncle Zeus. Zeus wants you, baby. How, how can you not? Exactly. You have to. <laughs> all right let's get on to the next question is from the doctor the he doctor says, first question is for aggro with how much you have to remember during casting do you think consistently refreshing that knowledge has helped your gameplay or can nothing beat scrimming with the xbox pros you've played with i think i've absolutely improved um in the way that i think about the game since i stopped playing and started casting now my mechanics my ability to actually hit my abilities and auto attacks has gone way 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 down um but if i could have been you know practicing consistently with where my mechanics were were decent and had this knowledge i would have been a a far better player um there's no doubt in my mind i think that uh if i were to you know decide to go play now which would be foolish because i wouldn't do a whole lot uh i would definitely be a better player than i was when i when i retired there's no doubt that's a big thing we push here is knowledge of game it really yeah. makes a difference, you know, knowing what the item does. Even if you don't know specifically the exact numbers, it's like it's Jotuns. They have cooldown and power, fun times. Right. No, it's critical. And, it, it you know, it's, it's it's obviously about items and, and that kind of stuff, but it's so much about w- one of the things that, that really sets apart really, really good competitive players from good competitive players is their ability to see the map almost from a top down. Um, and understand where everyone on your team and on their team is likely to be. Um, wards in the early game, a lot of times, if teams are doing standard things, are, are really just a formality and a good habit. Because, you know, at, at three minutes, I should know exactly where their, their jungler is either coming out of base with boots two and heading straight to speed at a competitive level, or they're, they're coming from their left back harpies to go to speed that way because their speed buff is up. So if I see a jungler ganking duo lane at three minutes, then my my gut reaction right away should be go to their speed buff because I know it's going to be spawning. Right. It's things like that that uh, really change the way that you think about the game, and um, mm-hmm. it's what made me fall in love with Smite in the first place. That there's always there's always stuff to learn and always stuff to be thinking about while you're playing. It's not a 
I was, I was a big Call of Duty guy back in the day where I could just turn my brain <laughs> off and see. sit there with my eyes closed and play the game and it really wouldn't make that much of a difference. Uh, yep. Now, uh, that that's what really drew me to to Smite and to MOBAs in general is that 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 ability to challenge you uh, intellectually as well as being able to mm-hmm. ex- actually execute the game. All right. The next one we got is from the doctor also. He says this one is for aggression. <laughs> okay. He says, since Let me you put my sunglasses sco- on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there, oh, hell yeah. Get the headband too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says, since you never miss a skill shot, what god becomes OP when you take it into the battle f- battleground? but is mediocre when Yemen or Baskin plays it. What god isn't dominant when I bring it onto the battleground? Are you kidding me? I mean, imagine any god where you don't miss a skill shot, because that's my life every day of the week. I mean, it, it, you can literally pick me anything in any role, and I'll be out there carrying my idiot teammates to an unearned victory, at least in their eyes. Me, I, I, I've never missed. I won't miss again. And, uh, and it feels good to, to be me and to win every game I play. Hell yeah. All right, I'm back, guys. What's up? How's everyone doing? <laughs> oh, aggression popped in for a minute. Oh, did he? Uh, while you were gone. He didn't say anything bad, did he? No, no, no. no, no, no. Good, good, but I was just talking stuff. about skill shots like Discordia 2 and how difficult they are for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, that that dude's that dude's kind of a jerk, but uh, I don't know. He's pretty good at talking, I guess. <laughs> Let, let's not get on the Discordia discussion, please. Oh, good God. <laughs> he says, I think we okay, make fun of says, her and say oh. how much we hate her like every week. Why? Yeah, Discordia is fun, guys. Come on. She's a mid-mage hey. that does damage. We like that. And it's it's a skill play. And her abilities take skill to cast across the entire lane. <laughs> they do! Come on! What do you mean? You can obviously just... I mean, a Robin who... Is he ever going to get hit by Strife? I don't think so. He's got two you-can't-hit-me buttons that do damage at the same time. <laughs> we could get to Discordia, but she's down the list, my guys. I mean, we got we got Robin, we got Loki, we got Baco. Oh, like, yeah. We got we got places to go before we hit Discordia. <laughs> All right, and he says also aggro is the great is a great caster, and aggression's plays at the invitational were really high. The raw snipe on the two pros that were chasing Hindu was nuts. Oh, thank you, thank you. And aggression says, Did- uh, "I don't know what what else you expected." <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing. Sweeter and smite than a raw snipe. Oh, agreed. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. It feels my, it feels so good. A little, one of my favorite raw snipes was actually against a Loki in Conquest, where he picked on me, but I knew he was coming, so I was able to duck under tower and you know pretty quickly. And he ran into the jungle, and I'm just like, you know what? He was kind of low health, and I'm just like guessing he's probably doing mid harpies so maybe if he's right about here boom <laughs> that was one of the best shots ever that's the best feeling especially when you you're just guessing and you're like ah maybe it'll hit maybe it won't and then you get the the kill notification that that always feels really good <laughs> all right and then we're gonna go to these are from reddit reddit people really kind of came out this week and threw some questions out there says, are you banned from saying give Zeus... Oh, this is from Mookery, sorry. Are you banned from saying give Zeus his stun back when asked for feedback about balances, or is it just always assumed to be the priority suggestion? First of all, love Mookery. Good good man. Uh, Secondly, not yet, but they probably should. I'm sure they're sick of hearing it by now. You know, every time it's like, all right, guys, uh, you know, any suggestions? And I'm like, you know, what would be really cool and uh, came up with a new idea this week. Uh, it's going to really boost our concurrent users. I think it's going to bring in a lot of money for the company. 
And that's if we just give Zeus a stun back. And by the time I get to give Zeus, uh, Ajax is out the door. Like, he's already gone. <laughs> that was... Bo- I can't imagine Zeus as a stun-, stun. That was before my time. And I think oh, he's really good Let now. me tell you, dude. It was... Oh, it felt so good. Anyone said, dares to come anywhere you. near you, you, just, <laughs> you, you chain lightning them or auto-attack them twice, then you drop the ultimate and immediately detonate because the first tick is instant off lightning storm. And so yep. it's guaranteed stun them inside the storm and guaranteed oh. two more ticks. Oh, it felt so good. It was just the best. I miss it, man. And it took <laughs> tremendous skill to do. On no, re- no idea why they took it out. Exactly. I earned every single skill one of those shots. Ones, okay. <laughs> I earned those. Don't take them from me. <laughs> That's right. The next question we got is from Hi-Rez Ryu. Is I'm, am I saying that right? Yeah, Ryu, yeah. Ryu, okay. Would you rather fight one Argus-sized minion or <laughs> 1,000 minion-sized Arguses? Dude, Argus is, Argus is kind of a beast. I don't know. I think, uh, I think I'd rather fight the minion-sized Argus. Now, Argus is a big boy, but I'm not trying to fight 1,000 of those dudes. I mean, Argus has <laughs> uh, just mythologically a ton of eyes just covered in them, and so... He would, uh, I wouldn't be able to sneak away very easily from a thousand of those. They'd all have, I mean, that's, that's what, five, 10,000 eyes or whatever on me. Like, uh, miss me with that. I'll, uh, all eyes on you. <laughs> exactly. I'm out of there, dude. No way. I'll, t- I'll take the minion sized Argus for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next one I got is from Steven Russ. He says, Questions for the one and only aggression. How do you get yourself ready and pumped up before you stomp all your enemies with 100% skill shot accuracy? Well, really all I do is uh, is just look down on my hands and say, another day, another dominant performance. Maybe maybe if I'm having a, a real rough day, you know, maybe I only got 30 pentakills yesterday. Uh, maybe, <laughs> you know, not that I'm ever lacking confidence, but maybe I'll walk into the bathroom and just look in the mirror and I say, my goodness, I mean, can you just believe what I bring to the battleground of the gods? And then I go in there and I dominate. It's not too, it's not too difficult for me. Hell yeah. All right. The next one we got is from Lan Quay. I hope I'm saying that right. Are you going to wear more epic ties when casting? I don't know. I uh, I thought about it for a while, uh, just buying like really ridiculous ties all the time. <laughs> um, but then I thought Hindu would like hate me more than he already is does. there such thing as a ridiculous tie? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, my <laughs> friend. There are very <laughs> to me. I mean. They're all fair game. Yeah, I mean, I've got a one particularly hideous tie that uh, that is really divisive. You know, it's it's polarizing is the right word, I suppose. Where you either love it or you hate it. I don't like it, but I just think it's funny how ugly it is, and so I wear it from time to time. And, and the community also kind of got behind it. I actually think uh, I think the the idea for fall split at least for a little bit is to i think i'm gonna go tieless for a while you know just do some button-up shirts open up the collar a little bit you know a little laid back have have a little relaxation and just go for a little bit more like nice smart business casual sort of look and then once it's time for worlds we'll we'll button it back up and go back to the ties i think but uh, I'm not. I'm not planning on wearing any ugly ties for worlds. But maybe uh, <laughs> if anyone has suggestions or anything like that of ugly ties that they know of, uh, feel free to send me a link because I'll definitely check it out. And I would love to show up and just and just show it to Hindu and and see and see his face. You can get you a Zeus one made and you can walk around like Ajax. Oh God, dude! I would wear that. I would wear that at worlds. No doubt in my mind. I would absolutely wear that in worlds. That'd be oh, awesome. Let's see if I get you one made. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll get you one made. That way uh, we'll put a little big Zeus and a little tiny split push shield. I'm down. <laughs> I will wear that there on you cast. Go. You have my word. Hell yes. All right, it says, Livy Rivy, when are you planning on making a funny joke? Ha ha. Nice, dude. Oh, no, that's a good one. I like it. Uh, you know, the humor isn't for everyone. I've said this on cast before. The The thing that people assume about the jokes that I make is that they are designed to make you, the viewer, or my co-caster laugh. And that's just not the case. I make jokes because I think they're funny. And as long as I think they're funny, I'm good. Like, mission accomplished. You know what I mean? If anyone else likes them, that's good enough. That, that's fine. But uh, all my groaner dad jokes are, are truly just for me. So <laughs> you either enjoy them or you don't, but I'm chilling. I know somebody else that makes groaner puns and dad jokes. I'm, I have no idea who you're talking about. I was going to say, I'm <laughs> guessing that's Dirt Nap Dad right there. Uh, that would be my guess. <laughs> Hashtag dad jokes for the win, baby. He's yes. very annoying with them. Love it. <laughs> keep, up, keep up the good fight, man. Don't, don't, let these, don't, don't let these squares bring you down. <laughs> yeah, one one by one, I bring them all over to the dark side. Perfect. We got cookies. Ooh, he does have cookies. They're pretty good cookies. Not bad. <laughs> all right, the next one we have is actually a comment from uh, King of Games, bruh. He oh, says, geez. not a question, but a comment. If y'all could let aggro and aggression know that aggression was hands down the funniest and most entertaining bit that has come out of Smite, a godsend. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. You know, I was kind of <laughs> nervous that, that people would, would hate me for it because... <laughs> My like, you know, my position, you know, everyone in, in a public light has their has their positions, basically, you know, Hindu's the savage guy. That's how people know him. It's like his bit. F dot is the F dot guy from New York. And <laughs> I was just kind of like chilling, you know, I was kind of doing me and um, I was worried that it was going to be so different. Uh, maybe it's not as different as I would like, but so different that people would be like, no, this is uh stupid or i was expecting a lot of the haha spam which is my least favorite thing on the planet because cringe is like the most <laughs> overused word of all time uh yep. but uh, i've been very it's been really awesome reception and I'm, I'm really glad it makes me happy it's been fun to watch yeah yes, thank it you has. that's been very mm-hmm. entertaining i enjoy it, it I, really i just get to troll which is uh, everything i want to do all the time <laughs> heck yeah and he says a more serious question: Who are some of who are some comedians you look up to? Are your are your favorite comedians? Have you tried, or do you even like stand up comedy? I ask because you're always talking about doing bits, or just bits in general. Yeah, I do have a lot of bits. Uh, I, you know, I haven't ever uh, I haven't ever thought about doing stand up comedy. Um, I, I like watching stand up comedy a lot. Uh, big fan of. Uh, of Mitch Hedberg, of course, because I feel like everyone kind of is. I think Dave Chappelle is really, really funny. Um, I think Anthony Jesselnik really scratches my my dark humor itch very, very well. Um, and if, uh, you know, it's not, not G-rated humor, I'll say that, but I think it's very funny. Um, but no, I've never really... Uh, I've never really thought about doing stand-up or anything like that, but I, I love watching comedies. I love watching comedy shows. Um I really think that, uh, honestly, I would consider Dr. Disrespect a comedian a lot of the time. And I, th- I think that guy's a, a genius. Uh, obviously not the, the best moral representation, not, not a moral paragon <laughs> by any means. But um, I think that guy is, is truly one of the funniest people I've ever seen. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely like it, but never really considered it. 
All right. The next one we have is from Jace135. He says, are you allowed to talk about what problems you currently have with the game in terms of gameplay? If so, what are they? Um, yeah, I think that my, it's, I, I really don't think it's a problem right now, but I will, I can kind of give you an insight on things that have happened in the past that I'm not a big fan of. You know, everyone complains about tank meta and that kind of stuff. And sure, I, I don't think tank meta is particularly fun. And, and keep in mind for this whole rant that I am a mid lane mage player. So I am heavily biased towards my role being a good and b hard to stop. But I think that in smite guardians as a whole have so much base damage loaded on that them being close in level to mid laners is not something that I enjoy. And I'm really referring to seasons one through three and, and a lot of four as well, where guardians yeah. were often very, very close in XP and oftentimes ahead in net worth because of how splitting worked at the time and how mid lane was kind of the come here for farm, like handout station uh, where you were, where you were <laughs> triple splitting all the time and, and things like that. Um, that that was always my least favorite thing was, oh, here comes a Sobek that's, I'm level 10, he's level 9, and he's unkillable to me because of base stats and his itemization, but he can 100 to 0 me in this team fight. That's one of my least favorite things. I think we've done a good job of, of mitigating that in Season 5. I, I do think that Guardians as a whole, I'm, I don't buy the whole Guardians should lose base damage argument because I think that's a big draw to Smite. Getting people to play support is a challenge and not in our game not just in our game but in every class-based game people don't like playing tanks as and healers as much they'd rather be you know they'd rather spam i need healing and play genji you know what i mean like that's just <laughs> that, that's just the way uh, Tank, that it always tanks is. just don't get the thanks man they, they just don't they don't and and i don't understand because i think tank is super fun uh, in fact smite oh, is literally yeah. the only game where i don't play tank a everywhere else I, I just love playing frontline and love playing healers, but for some reason, it smite just, you know, playing mage clicked for me. So I think that's a really big part of smite's identity is that there are a lot of really, really fun, very, very impactful supports. Um, and so I don't think that it's right to try and take that away. Uh, I think that we, uh, you know, the balance team can just try and mitigate a lot of that. I think the new map helped. I, I think the new splitting rules were phenomenal. Um, and I think that we're in a much better spot, but that is something that I, that I didn't like from the past. Hell yeah. Yeah. I okay, definitely I got see that. From Shinobi Sai, Shinobi Sai, respect pick order. Yes, please. Respect <laughs> pick order. Yeah. That's a, it's a problem on console, man, because like I said, there's no chat, right? So like, you can't be like, Hey man, you and know, I don't really play. There's not well. enough time. Yeah. You know, you, you yeah. have like 12 seconds to choose, you know, what role you want to be in and sort that out between, you know, up to five people and then also pick, well, all right, I got, you know, mid, so I want to play this guy and then ban this guy. And by the time, you know, you might have half your roles figured out that time's up. Yep. And zero communication almost. Have you guys ever thought about uh, pre-called roles in queues? Yeah, it's something that I think that, that has been discussed and that is, that's definitely above my pay grade. So I'm not the, the a reliable source. <laughs> on this by any stretch, but um, I, I think that that just presents uh, some difficulty for matchmaking and things like that, where, you know, do you keep track of someone's role elo? You know what I mean? Like if I'm a, a really, really good mid laner, but then I decide to queue with support, should I be match made the same way as if I was playing mid? Do I have to have a whole nother calculation for that? And that's a big strain on the matchmaker. 
That That's my very, very rudimentary understanding of it. I think that especially it, it was nearly impossible with duo queue being implemented for ranked. Maybe with solo queue, it would be a little bit easier, but that's not, you know, I, I have no idea. That is way above what I can actually <laughs> mentally understand. <laughs> so that would, that would just be pure speculation at, at my point. It it sucks. I get it. Especially, you know, back in the day when I was trying to grind up and play ranked and, and learn how to play the game the right way. It was frustrating not getting your role. But I also think that there is some merit to being a well-rounded player and being able to play different roles and getting a new perspective on how your role is played. Because, you know, before I never played solo lane, hated playing it. And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to play solo for like two weeks straight and do nothing but solo. Still suck at solo, by the way. But um, it gave me a really good perspective on, you know, how to how to play those team fights and how to dive back lines effectively as, as that player. And then when I went back to playing mid, I was much better at avoiding solo laners and making their life difficult. So I think that there is something to be said for that. Um, I get it. It can be frustrating. But uh, it, again, it's it's a hard workaround and we're certainly doing what we can. All cool. right. Next one we got is from Attack Middle Lane. He says, do you praise the sun? If so, what is your recommended amount or schedule? I, uh, this is a Dark Souls reference, right? Because I, yes. I, I've never yep. played that game. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> more heresy. But uh, I, don't, I really love single player games. Um, a huge single player game player. But I've never, I've never played Dark, a Dark Souls game. I've never played a Skyrim game or an Elder Scrolls game, I guess. Uh, oh, oh um, guys. I have to go now. Yeah, no, I understandable. <laughs> you guys thought I was kidding when I said I was going to make this worse. I was not. Uh, never played a Fallout game. I don't know. Uh, what? I know. I know. I, you, I, you play, okay, you play solo games, but you never play Fallout. Oh my god, you have to. It's the best game ever. It, uh, it does it like does Fallout Four like hold up to this day? Because it's like kind of old, right? Yes. Fallout Four is awesome. I I beat that game like three times, and it's. I love it so much. There's, there's pros and cons. The the make your own city mechanic was really annoying. Sure. Yeah, maybe I'll go back and play it. I uh, Next one on my list is definitely the new Spider-Man game coming out like next week. Ooh, yes. Right. Oh, I cannot, cannot wait, wait to play uh, that game. Oh, my God. I'm so that excited. Re- that reminds me. I think there there's a new Fallout, I think, coming out sometime this year. I'm yeah. Not, yeah Fallout, Fallout 76. Fallout 76. Yeah. 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 Maybe I'll, maybe I'll play that one. Oh, I'm excited um, for that one. I'm so excited for that. It was uh, uh, multiplayer online. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll give that, that a so shot. Weird. But yeah, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't really answer that question because I've never played uh, Dark Souls game. <laughs> the next one is from Gorgoroth Sevatarian. As name. far as I can tell, we're still in a healing meta at this at the moment. Sustain is big right now, and I personally hate it. What is the most hated meta you've had to go through? Man. I, I will say that I've only, you know, you, you see posts on Reddit and on Twitter all the time, like, I'm not playing until X gets nerfed or removed or whatever. You know, you see that kind of stuff all the time. The mm-hmm. only time I've ever said I will not play until this gets fixed was, I don't know if you guys were playing, this was season two, I want to say. Early season two would be my guess, where uh, there was a change to Gauntlet of Thebes. Where Gauntlet oh. gave you like you got four hundred health on purchase. It was like you know two thousand gold or something like that, or twenty one fifty. You got four hundred health on per- purchase, and then you could stack it and get like another four hundred health. And oh, it yeah. was oh. awful. I mean, every oh, character had three point five k health. Every character. I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put that. my Kuzumbo hat oh, on and right. say, can I just 
Just, just for him, have that back. No, piece? absolutely not. I <laughs> no. played one night. I played one night. I want. I crack into raw and didn't do half his health, and I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not. That, I'm out of here. And, and sure enough, yeah. it got hot fixed the next day, and I was like, cool, yeah. I can play again. Well, that was that was even after the item that gave you damage based on health. Because that was early season one, wasn't it? Yeah. What was that? Oh lord! Oh, really? God. Is that just... uh, Runeforged Hammer was physical protection. To power it was like uh it was some yeah. sort of onk if i remember correctly yeah um but uh, yes it was it, th- that was after that i believe but or maybe it was before it i don't think they were in the game at the same time but no. that was uh that was a dark time for that literally 24 hour period um <laughs> long ago you know we've since learned our lesson on that one for, for sure uh oh, yeah. that would probably be my uh my least favorite moment all right the next one we have is from dm gucci brandon how not, good not do you guys guy. feel about <laughs> our, I'm guessing RR's Realm Royal having a population of 200? Uh, you know, I am not involved with, with that side of Realm. Uh, like I said, I do I do go over and cast it from time to time. Uh, the, it is, I know you hear it a lot, but it's a game in alpha, and alpha games go through a lot of changes. Those Those dudes, you know, there's a lot of you know, I'm, a, I'm in the Realm Royale subreddit as well, and I see a lot of idiocy in there, as, as Reddit <laughs> tends to do. Um, right. And uh, it's a lot of, well, they must not want to succeed, or they're idiots, or they're, you know, whatever it is. It's a really smart team of people over there that that are just looking to find what they, the, the game that they want to create. Um, and I've got a lot of faith in them to, to put out something that they're happy with. And, you know, there's going to be some bumps and bruises along the way, but uh, I, I think that Th- those are some smart people over there and obviously don't don't know anything about their inner workings but uh, know that they're 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 pretty cool people yeah. awesome. and, and let's be real do they really want you know PUBG version 3.0 with 100 people right <laughs> right fall out of the sky exactly yeah it's uh it's tough because there's so many battle royales like right. coming out right <laughs> every everyone's on that train and um it, it's it's important to differentiate yourself but also make something that, that's fun to play on its own two legs so uh they're they're doing what they can awesome <clears throat> the next one we have is from Corey willer he says stop nerfing bearing and nerf pele what ffs <laughs> you guys w- w- what's the what's the consensus in here what's the thoughts on pele in here you guys think she's Broken. strong or what i think she's i think she's about a pretty decent place right now she seems a little clunky to me a little bit but yeah, her mechanics feel a little way, slow but she doesn't feel i think it's all about skill cap with her i think it's i think it's if you know how to get in and you know how to get out you're unstoppable but if you don't know good positioning you're pretty much garbage in the wind yeah yeah i, I mean I, I played her in a match against what, what was it three guardians and then two mages with crowd control i didn't do shit I couldn't do anything. Every time I'd try to just fire off my two, I'd be like 99% of the way done and it's about to go off and I get frozen or knocked out of it. It was just so frustrating. But, you know, I understood what kind of match I was in and just like, you know, it was an assault. You know, that's what you get in assault. You you know what you do, what you put yourself in for there. And, you know, I just sucked it up and actually it it helped me because, you know, in the end, and I'm like, you know what? I really got to really work on my positioning here. And I moved everything over to instant cast, which I think helped with her. But yeah, I think Dan kind of said it. If you, if you got all that down, I think she's very strong. But 
for the average Joe, I think she's in a good spot. Yeah, she's interesting because her her damage numbers are pretty, actually, fairly a little above average, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of the big reasons for that is is what's another assassin that gen- that has no dash, like genuine dash outside of the ult? That's she's got a movement speed buff, but she doesn't have a dash. Yeah, like but even Naja has a, has the sash to get her in. Yeah, it, it, I I think that she's. It, uh, fairly unique in that regard, and I think it'll take time to, to get used to her, but I, I don't think that uh, we're clamoring to nerf her, it would be my guess, just based on my experience playing with and against her. Um, she's, uh, I think high skill cap's a good descriptor because it is really important to pick your spots. Being an assassin player is patience is the, is the number one thing that good assassin players have, and you really get that put to the test with Pele, but I'm excited to see what she brings at the pro level. That's always what I wait for to to really judge how good a god truly is, is, is seen in the hands of the best of the best. Um, I think we'll see a little bit of it, but probably not a whole lot right now. I wonder if uh, I wonder if she's going to be played in solo at all because her wave clear isn't too bad. And her passive can be used as a kind of a, a bruisery, you know, get low and start life sealing up like a crazy amount pretty quickly. Uh, sort of, yeah. you know, boxing tool. I don't know. I'm excited. I think she's super cool. I think they they absolutely killed it with the with the design and that kind of stuff. Her ultimate is super fun to use and feels really cool. Um, and I'm excited to see what what the pro players get to do with her. Well, while we're talking about nerfs here, I'm gonna ask you, are you boys uh, nerf my boy Opwash? Uh, what's going on with that? <laughs> I'll uh, I will I will admit that I may or may not have been outside the the front office with picket signs to to nerf Opwash. Uh <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think uh I I really think that Opwash is a sneaky good god. Um it, even at high level competitive play. Uh I think that he has so many tools of area denial and crowd control and sustain that I'm surprised we don't see a little bit more of him. And we did start to see a little bit of him when, you know, the Aphrodites and the Changas were ruling the solo lane. Mm-hmm. You know, I may, it may seem a, a little bit odd to the outside, but he did receive a lot of buffs, like back to back to back, basically. And you'll, you'll see the balance team do that a lot where, you know, a character that's thought of as a little bit weak, it'll be small buff here, small buff here, small buff here. Oh, everyone realized it now that he's like pretty good. So, We'll figure out which of those were effective and which of those we can afford to lose. And then he's, you know, the net product is overall a better spot. I, I, I would recommend to think of it less as, you know, oh, why the hell did this character get nerfed? And because of, you know, just kind of ignoring the buffs that came up and look at where he was before the, the changes started and where he is now. And ask yourself, are, are you, it, it, does this feel better having these net changes without thinking of what you lost that you, you may not have needed in the first place. I think that's usually a better way to think of it. <clears throat> okay. Well said. And that's why uh, Zeus needs a stun back. Retweet. I mean, <laughs> he has no escape. Hard retweet. <laughs> All right. The last question we have is from our friend Yuri. He says, ask him his thoughts on fighting a team comp that has four executioners, four executes, and a Kumba as a CC. Yikes! He's saying Kumba, Medusa, Thanatos, Achilles, and Aquang. Yikes! Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Uh, get beads and magi's and 
blink and just cry yourself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, team comms like that can be really difficult. But the good news is, in a lot of those situations, is if you can start off the team fight winning, those are not alts that do well from behind. Um, a lot of times we think of smite gods and team fights and everything like that as, you know, oh, this is a, a late game team comp versus an early game team comp and that kind of stuff. But there's also, if you really want to get into the down and dirty of it, you can break down individual gods and how they do in, in team fights. You know, this is, this is a god that excels in the early parts of the team fight where all abilities are up and they can still get their damage off and stay safe and be okay. And there's team fight and there's gods that end team fights particularly well. And that is executes, which kind of are the, are the top end of that. You know, it's the Achilles and the Scyllas of the world that want to end team fights very, very quickly. Um, so if it's a team full of executes, that means that if you can get a really good initiation and stay grouped up because executes, you know, outside of Scylla and it aren't really AOE for the most part. Um, if you can just kind of death ball at them and get off to a good start in the team fight, they'll never get a chance to pick you apart with them because they're, they aren't relying on their ultimate to do a big chunk of damage to you. They're relying on it to finish you. So if you don't let yourself get to the point where you can be finished, you'll have a much better time. Or push them off by putting them too low to risk coming back in. Right, exactly. And that's what I mean when I say, you know, get off, get the fight off to a good start where you, you don't take Mm -hmm. a lot of damage. You can poke them. Or you just, you all in right away as a unit. And, and look, in your casual games, in your ranked games, it's very difficult to, to work in tandem with your team very often. But uh, I would recommend, I think that getting in voice comms and, and that kind of stuff really does help out and, and not only creates uh, an easier time for you and your team, but I think it makes you grow as a player much quicker, much more quickly because it makes you work on your communication And it also, uh, I think it's more fun. You'll obviously have your bad apples that are going to say mean things to you, but you know, just mute them and move on and and try and learn what, uh, what you can do better. Awesome. Well, does, uh, anybody else have any questions for aggro? Uh, I have a question actually. Okay. So, uh, when are we going to play a game? One v one, one v one, me, bro. What? Uh, oh, Dan, uh, don't do it. Gauntlet has been thrown down. All right. Well, uh, you're lucky that it, that it's me and not aggression out here. First of all, uh, <laughs> actually, you know, I thought about challenging aggression, but I got worried because I move. do miss like three. I miss one out of four skill shots, so like I can't take that risk. Yeah, uh, I will say that you know, just as an innocent bystander, I watched someone one v one aggression back in 2014, and. Uh, and I, I think that person is due to be released from the hospital this year. Uh, it, it gets up. <laughs> oh, I, I heard it was next year, but okay. Yeah, they, they, did, they started doing a little bit better, uh, which, which I'm really oh, Okay, happy that's about. good. That's good. Um, good turnaround. Yeah, uh, I, I'm down sometime. You know, I, I don't get, well, usually when I'm, when I'm playing Smite, it's, uh, it's on stream because I don't have a whole lot of free time to, to just play games off stream, but uh i'm, I'm thinking oh, about no. doing some stuff and uh oh it's got to be on stream i want video of, oh perfect of dan just getting getting his shit pushed in perfect well uh <laughs> well maybe we can make it happen sometime that sounds fun <laughs> let's do it pleb versus pro there it is <laughs> i'm the pleb though right yeah 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 all right good all right well that was fun having him on for some questions there man that took a long time but Hey, seems like it only took like two seconds, but anyway. A lot of good questions from the community. I really appreciate all the questions you guys sent in. High five. It definitely was a good good output. 
of questions from all kinds of different sources. And, you know, we really appreciate you guys, you know, throwing them out there. And, and I'll tell you what, High Res Agro, you know, props out to you. You not, not only did you answer every question, but you answered them thoughtfully and thoroughly. There was no, yeah, okay, next. You know, there was no, you know, shortcutting it. It was, it was a good job all around. So a lot of fun. Definitely looking forward to uh, getting this and out to everybody here this week. Absolutely. Agro's Look forward to uh, me and Agro's duel. I'm going to go ahead and push that and make sure it happens. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, uh, we're definitely looking into getting that tie also. Oh, high five. Yeah, we're already, already making the moves on that one. So up next here is Divine Dragon. 5.16 patch notes. It is the final set of skins here for the Divine Uprising, including Bologna's. So, a long-awaited crowd favorite has finally made it into the game. Chef Vulcan. I waited so long for that. Right. Everybody better go out and buy this skin if you want them to keep making community skins. That's right. High five. You know, I mean, yeah, Dad, you heard him buy it for me. I'm right on that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I I did watch uh, you know the, the the patch notes show with him this time, and I was I was pretty happy you know with what they did with him. It was really cool, really good artwork on it. And his my favorite part was with his alt. He shoots out two cans of sauce, and as he spin around, if if you if you look at it just right. You can see the detail that they put into each can of sauce, and, and that was pretty awesome. I mean, they're like, you put that much detail into something that you're barely going to see, and they're like, it was worth it. It was worth it. So, yeah. really looking forward to hopefully adding yet another Vulcan skin to my collection here. Yeah, we've been saying it for a few patches now. The uh, high-res skins have just, the, the spine skins have really been on point lately. Yeah. The next one up here, Midnight Raven Isis. She's one of those guys where, you know, it's kind of hard to come up with good skin concepts for because of her character model. I mean, that's how it feels to me. And this one, at first, I was like, you know, I'm not too sure about it. You know, it, it looks nice. The, 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 the sound, uh, the voice pack is really good. And then they did her special emote. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sold. I, I like it. It's a good one. You know, she hops up on her little little half moon and just like starts waving and you can just float around like that. I was like, all right, that that's kinda cool. That's kinda cool. <clears throat> but I think my favorite actually out of this bunch is what's next. And it's for someone I don't even play, but Admiral Al Kwong, that looked really sweet. I don't know what it was about it, but yeah, I thought that looked really good. And when he goes up into his alt, he goes up into like a ship, like a, you know, like a pirate ship. And yeah, definitely, uh, definitely like that and the looks on that one. The one I was actually a little disappointed in was the Titanium Tracker Jablonke. Don't get me wrong. It's a nice looking skin and everything. And I like Jablonke and I seen it and it just, just didn't seem to really tickle my fancy, but I think they did a really good job with it though. Then we got the heat sink Pele. So if you get all of the chests out of uh, this portion of the Divine Uprising, you collect the heat sink Pele, which I thought actually looked really cool. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I wasn't planning on buying all these. 
now maybe, 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 does, I don't know. Does she go with the Achilles and the Athena? Or is it the Peacekeeper Athena? Or the, I can't think of what the name of them are. Um, no, I don't think it really went down that theme, but I can see where you see the resemblance. I don't know. Now, I mean, I watched it, but, you know, a lot of times I'm I'm kind of sneaking that off at work, so I'm not, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, my boss doesn't listen to the show. We're good, right? <laughs> I hope. Um, if not, hey, boss. <laughs> and, of course, last but not least, if you've bought all the skins in The Divine Uprising, you get the T5 Divine Dragon Bologna, which I will say is pretty sweet. Pretty oh, yeah. damn sweet. Wish I had the money to, to, you know, buy all them just for that. But, you know, that's not where Dirt Naps Dad's at in life right now. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm that would just be on say, one of those uh, fond memories of... <laughs> bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, hats off, hi res you, you, you guys have been doing so good with the skin. So good. Alright, so getting into uh, the patch notes here, miscellaneous, they got some new cosmetics, they got the Latam 5th Anniversary Avatar, the Moon and Stars Global Emote, Midnight Masquerade Loading Frame, the Polynesian Pedestal and Recall Skin, the Fall Loading Screen, the Chef Vulcan Announcer Pack, and the Jeff Embera Announcer Pack. Oh, hell Ooh. yeah, I need that shit, that go. Jeff Embera. We got a new addition to the Awesome Chest, which is a Star Spangled Nike, and and in the Fantasy Point store, new additions coming out will be Soldier of Fortune Ares, Chef's Special Kepri, and Soul Taker Hades. Kepri's the only one that matters. That Kepri skin's a really nice skin. Yeah, that 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 one's, that one's a good skin. Uh, so bug fixes here. They did fix an issue where the ramp up CC effects were not applying diminishing returns in the intended way so that's always a good fix when they fix cc because cc is annoying enough as it is right so i'm not gonna get up on that soapbox uh classic joust big fix here <laughs> um where the towers once were and, and have collapsed they're actually going to remove the the you know the block in the game where you know it blocks you from moving in that space because uh i know guy and i have at least died by that at least once each i have you know? died twice to that one time I jumped and, like, ran into a wall that wasn't even there. Yeah. Like, the, the tower actually goes all the way up in the air. You can jump into it. <laughs> yeah, it falls down, but it's still there. It's just invisible now and not shooting at you. All right. They fixed some UI stuff, fixed some more stuff in Spectator uh, for console players. Um Fixed an issue where players could get stuck if their party members quit a jungle practice match. I think we've actually had that happen to us. Um, yeah yeah definitely i know we did uh so agni he got fixed an issue where the active duration uh of flame wave was not correct while using his abyssal acolyte skin al posh fixed an issue where his ultimate projectiles were not going through player made walls like they're supposed to now uh, athena fixed an issue where athena could activate and cancel her alt warm up to basic attack faster well, I didn't notice that, you know. It'd be nice to be able to cancel that alt sometimes. Oh, they fucking died that quick? Oh, well, I'm just going to stand here and charge up and jump up and down for a moment, but I get it. Kamazots fixed an issue where he would gain vision of unintended targets for extended periods of time. 
Hachiman fixed an issue where his death animation would not play correctly if he died while on his horse. My big guy, Kumbakarna, fixed an issue where Ares or Daji could pull enemies out of epic uppercut and put them in a broken state. That's huh. interesting. Huh. <laughs> wonder what that was like. And, well, of course, you know, she's always needing fixes. The Morgan. So gold gains while transformed should now properly display in the UI. Added extra functionality to prevent or reduce the chance of the bug occurring where she has no abilities for a short time after transforming, and fixed an issue where the player cameras would jump across the map for a brief time when transforming through her ultimate. And then we get into item balance. So first up, new item. Dan's loving this one. Berserker's Shield. Find me in the solo lane being broken as fuck. Yeah, I'm not going to have to worry about playing solo lane. Dan's all over that shit now. So... 1,700 gold item, plus 25 physical power, plus 15 physical protection, plus 15% attack speed. Passive, hitting an enemy with a basic attack, restores 1% health and mana. Basic attacks that hit all enemies in melee range restore 0.5 health and mana on every hit after the first. So, what do you think of that, Dan? Uh, I think that we're going to see a lot more assassins in the solo lane, and I think they're going to dominate, and especially ones with cleave autos anywhere in their kit. Ooh, and actually a guy just pointed out to me here some some other god balances I need to go back to here in a moment. Uh, But yeah, you know, this shield, you know, it's interesting, and... I think I was actually watching Incon's uh, review of the patch notes, and he's like, this is an in- indirect Bologna buff, because she's getting a T5 skin. And I'm like, exactly. Hey, you know, I-, I could see that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is here, go rape as your T5 skin for a couple weeks. Yep, exactly. You know, hey, I don't blame him, you know. You spent a lot of money to get that skin. Let- let's-, let's give you, a- let's throw you a bone to make it, make it a little fun, but Pay to win games, yay. I also like the concept of the item, and I'm sure, I'm sure it'll come into balance. They always do it. I I mean, it might come out balanced. It'll just be really strong for sustain, and nobody will ever die in the solo lane unless they really want to. Oh, look, solo lanes are already a slap fight. We all know it. Not when I play it. It's a death frenzy on either one side or the other. Well, yeah. That's because you like to play like Todd. Ooh. <laughs> so, likes I prefer to say that I play like um, a pro player just without the skill. Thank you very much. <laughs> there you go. So going back to some additional feedback uh, here on the God uh, balances. So Nija, Righteous Spirit. This ability no longer provides physical power per stack. Decrease from 0.5 to 0 per stack. Freya, Northern Lights, decreased base damage from 70 to 230 to 50 to 210. That's a nice little decrease there. Baron 70, uh, Consigned Spirits, decreased mana cost from 75 to 60. This ability no longer provides slow immunity, still cleanses slows on it, or on hit. And changed movement speed buff from 20 to 40% to 25% at all ranks 
I think that's actually a pretty good fix for him. I kind of like what they were doing with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last but not least here was Chernbog. Uh, or my, I like to reference him as Chernborn for other reasons. Living Nightmare. Reduce the damage mitigation from 10 to 40% to 10 to 30%. And decreased uh, the max number of stacks uh, from slow from 5 to 4. Alright, so that takes care of that. And back to item balance here. So next up, uh, popular item at times, especially depending on the game mode. But Gem of Isolation getting a little bit of a nerf here, losing... 50 health going from 250 to 200. Yeah, I don't really buy it for the health, so I'm not going to miss that. Right. Ooh. I kind of like this one. Um, Mystical Mail now provides 20% crowd control reduction. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. I can handle that. Yeah, I thought their reasoning for that change was pretty solid as well. Yeah, no, they, they definitely uh, are definitely thinking about things here, so I, I like that. This next one has me a little bit more excited. I'd be even more excited if it dropped another 100 gold. But uh, Rage from 2500 down to 2400. You know, it's a great starter item if you're going into a crit mm-hmm. build. You know, as you're. It's a great item. <laughs> as I move my phone away from my microphone, it's a great item. To get started in a crit build, and now you can start it a little earlier. So get those stacks going and really get those crits kicking out. Because, you know, we all love getting crit, right? Oh, no, I, I think I'm never buying crit again, honestly. I played today, and I had two and a half crit items hit six basics in a row. Not a single fucking crit and died. Fuck you, Smite. Dude, dude, <laughs> hey, it's all in the RNG, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's why I don't... <laughs> put any faith in crit anymore because i have the shittest luck in the world somebody's, Dude, I can crit a tank somebody's definitely eating some sauerkraut tonight yeah but beagle's been having six, some success with crit and actually i have too i played a nizanami with, with some crit and that was quite fun all right so moving on here the last item up for bid talisman of energy decreased cost from 2250 to 2150 I've been building this a little bit more now that we're not playing Assault so much and, and using it in some other game modes, and I had some fun with it on, on Odin. That that was, you know, I like getting some speedy Odins out there. I think that really helps me play him a, a lot better. So Yeah, I God just don't balance. like Odin since the changes. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, but then, you know... Uh, I was playing horrible with them, but then, you know, there's somebody that played really good with him. I'm paying attention to what they did. I'm like, that's not really anything different. It's just, I think he's got, he's one of those characters that if you don't play for a while, it's hard to hit those bird bombs just right. Yeah, I mean, you really got to pay attention to do it right because, you know, people see it's coming. As soon as that shield goes up, they know they're looking for it. <laughs> Matter of fact, I got, I got Al Plosh real good the other day in the arena. I ran out, I put my shield up, and I'm running to the left, because I know him and somebody else is to my right, and right before the shield expires, I flick and jump behind me to the right, and landed square on him. I'm like, that's how you do it. You just don't even look at them. Of course, you know, you gotta know where they're at still, and that was fun. (laughs) So, Agni here, Rain of Fire. Alright, Rain Fire, but you know, Rain of Fire sounds better. 
decreased damage from 160 to 300 to 140 to 300. So you still have the same late game damage, but it's going to start off a little slower. And, you know, with the range that thing gets, I'm okay with that. Guy, what's going on, Nate? What's going on here? Oh, man, you know, I I like you aggro, but, you know, and you said you was out there picketing with signs and stuff. Trying to get my boy <laughs> nerfed. Mm-hmm. It's a, a little upsetting. Alpwash. Getting some nerfs here. So first one up is Undead Surge. Increase cooldown from 12 to 14 seconds. The next one here I thought was funny. I, I scared Guy with this. I'm like, Guy, did you hear what they did to his corpse explosion? He's like, what? I'm like, damage decrease from 90 to 170 to 60 to 100 and he was like what like that's no it's gonna be so hard i'm like but this change was in update 5.13 but was not included in patch notes so you've been playing with it for weeks buddy i actually noticed it after you said that i looked and i said damn it is like that and now i I always start as two in conquest and now it it is two not as good to start now for sure yeah definitely uh definitely not there no and uh last but not least empty the crypts also gets a cooldown nerf from 90 to 100 you know what with as big of an area as that controls i'm okay with that getting an extra 10 seconds guy an extra 10 seconds Uh, that is uh i honestly think i'm just gonna retire there's no reason to even play him now I don't know. I think, as Agro said, he got some buffs lately, too. <laughs> this is good. It's all in balance. You got to uh, look at him pre-buffs yeah, to buffs and nerfs. I think overall he's I guess he's that he right. still gets the two undead on the undead surge, so it's not too bad. So it's two, two corpses on level one, so you're all right. Yeah, that, I think that was actually huge yeah. for him. So next up here is one of, uh, one of our favorites that we either hate or love, and it's Apollo. I still don't, I just don't like his kit. It's just, I don't know, it's weird for me, but his serenade increased mesmerized duration from 0.7 to 2.3 seconds to 1.1 to 2.3 seconds. A little, little stronger there in the beginning. His dash, the moves, increased movement speed from 5 to 25% to 15 to 25%. So that would certainly help him uh, get around a little bit there earlier in the game, and he definitely needs. Needs that at, at times there to be in the right position to get off his basics. What do you think, Dan? Uh, I think that Apollo needs a complete kit rework. Yeah, I really don't like the serenade on him. The, the mesmerize is just like, what? Why? I mean, the mesmerize doesn't help because guess what? I'm a hunter. Unless I'm literally running for my life, I'm going to shoot back. Right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I guess they updated the page. I didn't notice. Sorry. All right. Baron Somdi. Um, oh, did we already say that? Yeah, we've already. I didn't notice they updated the page. My bad. Oh, they updated the page. All right, cool. All right, moving on to chalk then. So let's see here. Overflow is passive. So in addition to allowing the next ability to be ca- cast to cost zero mana when fully stacked. Uh. <laughs> to what? <laughs> <laughs> They're like when fully stacks. I'm like, uh, it's fully stacked, you know, with the ED there. Yeah. But, you know, grammar police, right? Whenever <laughs> the ability is fired to consume the stacks, 
it has its cooldown reduced by two seconds. So that's kind of cool. I, I, I think that's actually a good thing for Chalk. Mm-hmm. I, I play him a lot in solo lane, and like, I think the levels one through three, he kind of has a little bit of time struggling, and I think that will really help in that area. Oh, yeah, you're yep. getting that cooldown at three every two seconds, a little bit, two seconds sooner every time, yeah. Yeah, get, getting your, your your dunk out there on, on that one, mm, yeah, I think that'll help a lot. So, I think that really helps his early game, and I'm excited to, to try that one out. Uh, we already talked about Chernborg there, uh, Freya, we already talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Nija, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sun Wukong, I don't think I talked about him yet. Uh, so, ooh. You're getting a few things here. So that's what what's first? The magic cudgel. Increased bonus damage to minions and jungle camps from twenty-five to thirty percent. Oh, high five. His master's will decrease cooldown from twelve to ten seconds. Okay, nice, nice there. Seventy-two transformations, increased damage of ox form from fifty to two ten to seventy to two ten. So again, they're kind of addressing the early game with a lot of uh, a lot of these changes here. Now, only Dicey were here, he'd tell us all about how that's going to affect one of his favorites in Sun Wukong. Dicey, I miss you, buddy. Glad to see you coming back here soon. Hope, can't wait to play. Last up, and not least here, one of our favorites, it's good old Poseidon. So, title surge. Fixed an issue with Tidal Surge's moving deployable, which caused its collision height to be shorter than intended. I forget how they kind of described that, but basically you could do that and then miss other things because of the, the height differential or something or other. Yeah, blah, 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 yakety schmackety. There, you could crack in at max tier, and it would knock them up so high that if you tried to one them immediately, it would go right under them and not hurt them. Yeah, that's what it was. There we go. See, Dan pays attention sometimes. High five, old buddy. <laughs> and then speaking of release the Kraken, normalize the knockup height of this ability from 300 to 400 to 375 at all ranks. Poseidon should now be able to hit an enemy knocked up by release the Kraken with title. Oh, he was just reading ahead. Don't bugger. I didn't, I didn't read ahead. I knew that because I watched the video. <laughs> All right, also, all right. another note on Poseidon, he, he's unplayable in ranked right now as of this recording. Oh, they broke something, huh? Yeah, his, his, his uh, title surge is like hitting when it shouldn't be hitting. When you're off to the side, it's still hitting people. Its hitbox is not correct. Uh, got a little fat, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, well, that pretty much wraps up the patch notes there. Feel free to head over to the Discord for some more advanced discussion on that. I've seen a lot of good discussion, actually, in the Discord lately, both in the session of progression and some of the other channels. So, you know, you want to learn more about Smite? Come on in, have some fun chatting about it, and we'll teach you up some. So, Beagle, you're going to go through uh, some Zeus abilities coming up here. After I do the lore, I'm not going to forget. Yuki's not here. Yeah. I got to do the lore. <laughs> okay. But let's get her prepared a while. So, on this week in our session of progression, we're going to talk about Zeus. Well, you know, mainly Agra is going to talk about it here in a moment. But so a little bit on the lore of Zeus. Well, you know, he's the king of gods. We all know this. I mean, who doesn't know who Zeus is? If you're playing this game, you know who Zeus is, right? You know, so he strives for 
fairness, and justice, but will not hesitate to call down the thunder when there's some smiting to be done. You know, so Zeus's father is the, the Titan Kronos. You know, we all know that he was a, you know, Kronos immediately swallowed his children after birth, so none of them could overthrow him uh, as he had overthrown his father. Uh, when Zeus was born, though, Rhea, his mother, hid the child from Kronos and gave the Titan a rock and swaddling clothes of which he swallowed instead. So in secret, you know, Zeus grew up uh, on the Isle of Crete until he was old and strong enough to challenge his father. During the battle, Zeus slit open Cronus' stomach, allowing his swallowed brothers and sisters to escape, slaying the Titan. You know, then Zeus released the Cyclops and other beings Cronus had kept uh, imprisoned, and in gratitude, the Cyclops awarded Zeus control over lightning. With his two brothers, Poseidon and Hades, the three gods drew lots to decide uh, command of creation. Well, we all know that Poseidon became king of the sea, and Hades, uh, you know, down to the underworld, you go. Yeah. My, my favorite version of Hades, though, is from the Hercules uh, cartoon movie. <laughs> but, but is my hair out again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was always one of my favorite movies. Yep, so Zeus obviously gets the sky, and from his golden throne atop Mount Olympus, Zeus rules over gods and men with his wife Hera, upholding justice, hospitality oaths, blah blah blah, yakety-schmackety, and sleeping with every woman that he could, coming in all kinds of forms to trick and deceive them, you know, I mean, you know, we're not going to go down that road, though, because, you know, that would get a little too adult here for the podcast, but moving on, you know, God of Lightning, King of the Gods loves to smite people. So, there you go. That's my version of his lore. And let's get into his abilities here, Beagle. Yuki's rolling over in his bed, right. but it's okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yuki right now, just he just got up and went and hurled for some unknown reason, but I, we all know. <laughs> all but right. yeah, what's his passive here? Alright, so his passage. Er, wow. Passage. Yeah, that's what it is. It's See, passage. I already can't read. I told you. This is a bad idea. Guys, I suck at reading. Just so you know, I suck at reading out loud, so this is going to go bad. <laughs> Overcharge. In-hand lightning bolt attacks against enemies will apply a charge. Basic attacks against targets with charges deal increased damage. Damage increases per change 30%. Ow. Yeah, that hurts, doesn't it? No, I... No, I... <laughs> I, <can't be> <laughs> I pinched it. <laughs> <sighs> okay. His first ability, Chain Lightning. Zeus fires a bolt of lightning that arcs across between enemies, doing damage and applying a charge on each hit. Damage ranges from 40 to 160 plus 50% of your magical power with 4 arc, and slows 30% for 2 seconds. His next ability, his second one, Aegis Assault. Assault, I mean... <laughs> Zeus throws his shield forward, dealing damage to, en to nearby enemies. The shield remains for 5 seconds, and Zeus may target it with basic attacks or chain lightning. Each basic attack or first chain lightning arc that hits the shield will deal additional static damage and apply a charge in the area. Initial damage can range from 60 to 240, static damage 50 to 90, plus 30% of your magical power, and 60 to 240, plus 50 of your magical power, by the way. I forgot to say that one. <laughs> Third ability, 
detonate charge. Zeus detonates any charges that have accumulated on enemies doing damage multiplied by 1, 2, 3, depending on the number of charges. Damage. Sorry, I'm like tired, so my voice sounds weird. Damage ranges from 55 to 135 plus 80% of your magical power. And yeah, then. The big boom. Yeah. His alt, as you guys have probably all know and seen and been annoyed by, his alt or his force ability. <sighs> this one is the most annoying ability ever. I hate it. Worst alt ever. <laughs> Zeus conjures a lightning storm, striking enemies in the area every second, applies a charge with each hit. Damage per hit can range from 120 to 200 plus 50% of your magical power. Ow, I bet. Oh yeah, lifetime, 5 seconds. Sorry. Almost didn't even see that one. Aggro. Um, now that we've gone through the abilities here, uh, I'm going to kind of just give you the floor here to, you know, kind of clue people in, you know, what is the best way to play Zeus and, you know, how do you build out those abilities? How do you, you know, uh, you know, what's the combos that you want to be looking for and, you know, build ideas and so forth. You know, I mean, if you had to cram it down into here's your five minute pitch on how to play Zeus, what would you tell everybody? All right. Buckle up, everybody, because it's uh, it's the fun time. Okay, so Zeus, I'm I'm gonna talk from a from a conquest perspective because that's where I you know spend almost all of my time in the battleground. I think that Zeus is a really good pick whenever you have a team composition that wants to fight in the jungle. Uh, Zeus is not a very good lane fighter, and I say that because chain lightning requires teammates or enemies to be pretty close together, and it's easier to spread out in lane, and they also will have lane minions a lot of the time to absorb some of those hits. Uh, I'm also a big fan of playing Zeus into gods that leave deployables behind or easy targets for chain lightning. Uh, Vulcan is, is a big one. If, when Vulcan starts to get a little bit better, I get happy because uh, he <laughs> lays down the turret. A lot of times, especially, uh, I'll clear a wave, make sure I save my chain lightning and my detonate. I'll walk into the into the jungle. Vulcans will often drop their turret on the tower line to help them clear the melees as it's coming towards them. And then I'll pop back out, chain lightning the turret, drop the alt, and, and take a free kill. Um, so so I think of uh, the Morrigan, Vulcan, gods like that, where just like with Najaf, you if you know you're going to have an easy ring bounce target, that's uh, it's the same for chain lightning a lot of the time. Uh, I think right now in the current meta... Uh, a big way that you can play Zeus or a big way that to build Zeus is I think that rushing book of Thoth is really good right now. Historically. And what's, what's wrong with the American book of Thoth? Uh, you know, it's fine. Uh, it's just sometimes the, the stars and stripes get in the way of, uh, of the oh, actual okay. words. <laughs> yeah. So you, you just go for the other one. Um, so if you rush book, then it lets you go book of Thoth into boots, into a pen item, if you need it or book of the dead and then into a pen item. Book of the Dead and Book of Thoth give you a lot of power and a lot of protection as Zeus. It gives you health and then a big health shield when you get low because you will be getting low. I think that Shaman's Ring is also really good on Zeus right now. It gives you movement speed, yes. and power, and it synergizes the passive is beautiful with Zeus, so so use it often. As far as uh oh, and just this is just for mid laners in general. Flat pen is more damage than power. And that is a huge, a huge learning curve that a lot of people need to really understand is that flat pen is so critical to how much damage you're doing, even to squishies, especially with season five changes where mages actually get base magical protection as they level up. 
So pen boots are really, really good. I, I very rarely buy cooldown boots on mages. Get, you know, Spear of the Magus works well enough. If you have another magical damage dealer, it's probably worth getting on Zeus. If not, pick up Obsidian Shard is an absolute necessity in just about every game unless they don't have any Guardians or Warriors. And even then, if someone's building tanky, you're going to need it. Buy a Spear of Desolation or, or a Spear of the Magus or a Divine Ruin. Those are those are items that will up your damage more than a Soul Reaver will the majority of the time, just because Flat Pen is such a, an insane stat in Smite. As far as leveling abilities, uh, in Conquest, I'll level my two first because it lets me clear the wave a little bit more safely or a little bit better. But against good players, they'll step into that shield and break up the wave. Which, if you're playing against Zeus, by the way, you should definitely do. Stand in the middle of the wave. That way, when he throws a shield, it'll pull the melee minions towards him. And it won't let him insta-clear the wave quite as easily. You, you'll you take 70 damage and it'll mess up his wave clear. Um, Chain Lightning's also fine. Especially if you want to prioritize getting mid-harpies at level 1. Uh, or you know, After you clear that mid-wave, you can also get Chain Lightning. And, and that'll help you clear the mid-harpies a little bit more quickly. And then I, I, I max my detonate first, my 3. And then depending on the team composition I'm with and against, if I feel like I can guarantee two to three ticks of my ultimate, I'll prioritize putting points in my alt every time I can. But if it's a team composition where they're mobile, we don't have a lot of setup, I, I just won't be able to get more than a tick or two off of my alt most of the time, I'll prioritize leveling Chain Lightning instead because it's it's more consistent damage in that regard. If you can stick someone in Lightning Storm, it it kills everyone and it's the coolest ability ever, but... Sometimes it's not, it doesn't do everything you, uh, you really want it to. So I would just take a look and see what the enemy team has and what you have and kind of make your determination there. Um, otherwise, yeah, I think that the big things are, are taking fights in the jungle, uh, understanding that you are going to die a lot of the time and that this is a really good, just general mage tip. You're going to die in a lot of team fights and don't play mid lane if you don't like dying because you will against good players. But understand that your job isn't to live, your job is to do damage. And as long as you get your damage off, then you did your job. Uh, my my favorite feeling of Zeus, you mentioned sniping someone as raw, definitely one of the best feelings in Smite. My favorite feeling oh, yeah. of Zeus is getting killed and killing four people. Like getting four people die for me, because that's how much you need to invest. And you can do enough damage to make sure that that trade actually goes in your team's favor. So if you're going to die, get your ultimate off. You know, even if it's not the best ult in the world, it's better than it's sitting on, you know, up on your respawn timer. There's there's no point in that uh, a a lot of the time. And yeah, just in general, uh, build for who you're going to be hitting. If it's going to be an assassin jumping on you, then you can afford to maybe not go for as much pen, but more items that will help you kill them or keep you alive. That's where Book of the Dead is really good. If it's a if it's a frontline heavy composition that's going to be running at you a lot of the time, flat pen and percent pen are going to do way more good for you than any amount of power will. Uh, that's not even a mage exclusive tip. I think that's a really good one for for hunters and for assassins as well. That was most of our last episode was pen as we stumbled through it. Yes, good. Yes, preach Ooh. penetration because it is it is it drives me insane when I see people not building any or enough penetration. 900 yeah, damage, that's... 10 pen. Yes. Oh, God. It's so bad. Because then you're doing like, you may as well have 300 damage. It just doesn't matter if, if you don't have enough pen. So that's absolutely right, the, right. Uh, the way to do it. Um, but yeah, that's that's the main thing. Uh, if you don't need to use your shield to bounce chain lightning, don't. Like, if you've got someone Athena taunted right in front of you, your shield will only take hits away from them. 
So, uh, from, uh, from a team fight. So if you can afford to just hit two people with chain lightning without using your shield, do it, but it's better to, to use the shield and absorb a shot than miss it. So you just got to kind of get the practice in. Mm-hmm. All What's, right. Awesome. What is, um, what are the main things you want to do to, when you're up against a Zeus? You, you already kind of shared the one there with, you know, getting in the shield, uh, you know, to get the minions disarrayed from it. But what, what are some other things that, you know, are good ways to counter the big guy. Uh, play Robin and receive free wins because Zeus can't <laughs> play against that character. Uh, no, I think that, that CC heavy compositions are obviously good. They are against most mages, but Zeus being so immobile is, it obviously struggles against those. Gods that can get in and out of range very quickly. Susano is one that comes to mind where if you're Susano and I see you use your wind siphon or your your uh, jet stream towards me to try and pull me uh, and I drop my shield on my feet and chain lightning it, you can basically get your combo off and dash away before chain lightning hits you. And so you just did half, three quarters of my health. There's not a whole lot I can do about it. So so mobile characters are very good. Guardians that can, and warriors that can just sit on top of them are really good. Uh, I think Ama has a pretty good matchup against Zeus because every time she sees him, you just press your alt and he gets stunned. No matter what, basically. Uh, Ymir, obviously good because of the wall in the jungle. It's just characters that can really work around, can take the brunt of his damage and then still be able to kill him quickly are very important. As for playing against Zeus in general, if you are, if it's you and one teammate, and this is for all bouncing abilities, so ring toss as well, don't if he hits that person or he hits you, don't run towards your teammate. Split up because it'll stop the, the bounces from happening and save you an awful lot of damage and a lot of CC as well. Excuse excuse me a moment. Can you say that again, please? Yeah, sure thing. The worst feeling <laughs> in the world. <laughs> if you get hit by chain lightning or ring toss, don't run at your teammate. Run separate <laughs> from them. And, and, and sometimes it's Please. the teammate's fault where you're trying to, you're trying to run away and they're following you. It's a, and it's a, like, what are you doing? You know, get away from me. You smell bad. And I also don't want to get chain lightning here. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, it's something to, to be wary of for sure. Like I said, if you're playing a character like Morgan or, or Vulcan, be very wary of where you're using your deployables. Try and fight them in lane if you can. And, uh, also understand that you don't want to spend too much time in auto attack range because if you're in auto attack range, that means he can he can stack uh, lightning charges on you very easily, and he does a lot of auto attack damage if you have multiple uh, multiple charges on you. Yes, he does. It's a, it's you're doubling your auto attack damage if you have three stacks, so it's 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 really really a lot. Have you ever thought of just building Zeus with like all the rings? Yeah, I, it was kind of a thing before, whenever, before his, his current two, he had a different ability called Aegis Shield, and it gave him movement speed and physical protection, and anyone who melee auto-attacked him would receive a charge. <laughs> it was really good. Yeah. Wow. But, at the same it was really good, but, because it gave him some protection, it gave him some mobility, but at the same time, he couldn't clear, he couldn't clear a damn wave. And so, he was kind of played a little bit more in ADC from time to time where, yeah, you could build, you know, uh, a Fatalis or, you know, hastened ring, whatever you want to call it now. Um, and, and kind of get away with that kind of stuff. Now, I don't think it's particularly useful. Uh, I think Shaman's ring is perfect for him, but 
I I wouldn't personally build it. I know uh, Clumsy D, Clumsy D, one of the designers at High Res, fellow mid main, loves to build auto attack Zeus and wishes he could more. <laughs> and I keep telling him that he can auto attack people all he wants when detonate stuns them in place. So to to get on that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm seeing all reasons to bring back the stun. Agreed. I, I can't think yeah. of a single reason why it's not a good idea. All right, I had one question. We actually asked Paul from PC the same question. What a little secret do you have to playing Zeus? He told us he don't build carpet on Hebo till level 14. Huh, okay. Yeah, that that sounds like Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, oh, what secret do I have to playing Zeus? Yeah, I think, uh, I think it's just not being scared of dying. I think, like I said, as a mid laner, you're going to die in a lot of fights. And sometimes it's best for you to, you know, skirt around the edge of the team fight and, and try and bait people away from you and all this kind of stuff. A lot of times as Zeus, you do so much damage so quickly that I'll just kind of charge headlong into a team fight right behind my warrior or whatever it is. And if I can get a chain lightning bounce off of their hunter and drop my ultimate and detonate before I die, then I did more than enough. So I think it's just kind of going in with a swagger about you. Like, yeah, you know, I, I might not have a pretty score line, but I'm going to have a hell of a lot of damage and I'm going to, I'm going to get a lot of kills and a lot of assists. And I don't really care about my death column to within a reasonable extent. Of course, uh, you won't see oh, a whole lot of, you know, seven and zero Zeus games and, and close competitive games, but a, a four and six Zeus performance where you do 25 K is, is one that's very successful and, and should be the goal. More so than being seven and zero. Okay, I have a, I have another question actually. Sure. How many pentakills do you have? Uh, you can ask me another question as I load up Smite and let you know because I don't know off the top <laughs> of my head, but I'll I'll find it. I got a question for you. Do, do you have a favorite meme build for him? Favorite meme build for Zeus. Um, right now I think the best meme build in Smite for all characters is movement speed. I think that. Bumba's mask and all movement speed items is dummy fun. Wow. That was really cool and awesome information there. Again, you know, feels like it only took a couple seconds, but I know that was a good, good, good hearted discussion there on Zeus. And as always, feel free to hop over to the Discord where you can, uh, you know, continue the discussion, add in your own tidbits or, or tips and tricks that you like to do, or heck, even if you got a good meme build, drop it off, let us know, have some fun, join the community. Uh, skin-wise, uh, you know, he does have some good skins. I actually throw that out there real quick. You gotta love Heaven's Rave. But actually, my favorite Zeus skin is Thunderhead. I just, when I first got, th- you know, playing Zeus, I... I got Thunderhead right off early in, and I'm like, I don't know, is one of the best recolors in the game. Him, him, and maybe uh, Fenrir. I think I have some of the best, you know, two best recolors out there. And of course, you yeah. know, Uncle Zeus, Skytech, you know, they're pretty cool. Heaven's Rave too. I love, the, I love all those skins. Those skins are great. The disco ones, they're so cool. I love them. All right. Well, that wraps up our session of progression there. And means it is time to head over on to ye old community section. So Dan and Beagle, uh, what was this week's here? This week's was, what's your favorite skin from the Divine Uprising Challenge? 
Yeah. All right. Well, divine uprising event. Someone started off. Read a couple. Pass it off to one of us. We'll we'll shout out ours, and then you know, pass it back around. All right. I'll say the first one. Light the clouds said. I'd say the opwash, the voodoo spirit coming to life from the mask. It's just so darn cool. I do love that skin, and I have that skin, and I'm so happy that I do. Hell yeah. Then we've got uh, Waiting Around to Die, who, uh, <laughs> before she died, he or she, I don't know, uh, really wanted Riptide Poseidon because pretty hot. And, I mean, I, I ain't, you know, swinging for any other teams here, but uh, he looks pretty good. And his ultimate being is. a hammerhead is pretty cool. Wait, I don't remember which one that is. Why don't I remember? Oh, wait, never mind. I know which one that is. Yeah. The one with the manta rays, too. It, it, yeah, yeah it, did, it didn't amaze me, but it was like, eh. It had really good effects that went along with it, which is what really made it nice. Yeah. I, when I got my skins, I, I wasn't really that interested in that one. Okay. Which one was your favorite, Beagle? My favorite from the final part. Um, that's kind of hard. I got a couple. I mean, like, Eismutton, well, that's actually pretty hard because I really do love that Outwash skin. It's pretty cool. I like it. But then, you know, I love that Izanagi skin. Okay, um, Lassie has also Chibi Amaterasu for sure. Everything about that skin is so good. Uh, next up we have Mr. Nep. You who, skipped one. Uh, did I? Yeah, you skipped Herg. Oh, I thought Beagle oh. read it, sorry. Uh, Herg says he also likes Chibi Amaterasu. That's, that's a really popular one. She's a really good skin. Mm-hmm. I used to say Opwash, but then they released Chibi Rasu. So, okay, we got another vote for that. What about you, Dan? Who's who's your favorite? Um, you know, it's really difficult because I haven't even really been paying attention to them because I know I'm not going to be able to get them. But if I had to say which one like had the most lasting impact on me that I remember it, it would probably be honestly the evil Bacchus because of his woohoo. Oh yeah. Booga booga wooya I'm telling you, if it was if like it the wasn't... best thing in the world to just jump into a match and spam that and it just feels good. <laughs> Dan. If I'm telling you, if Supernatural Con wasn't so soon, I would pie you gems right here, right now. I have that one. Oh, oh no wait, no I don't. Where where'd you leave off there, Dan? Who'd you say last? Uh, last, I said, uh, Mister Nep. All right, so it's all right. Pick it up there. Ghoster seven eight six. Very specifically, I like the hammerhead shark from the Riptide Poseidon skin. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen his abilities in that skin, so oh. I really can't say for sure. All right, next we have. Kilowatt man. <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. Sorry. Hands down, Riptide Poseidon, a long time go to God of that go to God of mine. His skins was starting to get stale to me, and I have been waiting for a new one for some time. The man array on his one and the godlike hammerhead shark sealed the deal for me. But yeah, everybody really likes his Riptide Poseidon. <laughs> so I guess that's pretty cool. Um, okay. 
Next we have Willow. That can I say none because I don't buy skins? If I had to pick, I think it's the Sobek Dragon skin. Oh, I got that one, I think. Dan, didn't I get that one? I am not 100% sure, but I think so. I think I know I have it, and it is a good skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think I do. Uh, but the skin model looks great, and the effects are top tier. Dude, that skin is pretty cool. I, yeah, 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 I did get that one. I did. That one's a really great skin. I love it. Oh, we see we've got a few whales in here, Mr. Kilowatt. 633 <laughs> god skins. How many do you have, Guy? Are you close uh, to that? I think about 560-something right now. Okay, Damn. I have a... I have like 180 something, 190 something, but that's because it freaking counts default skin. <laughs> yes, I am a whale. And, um, our buddy Yuri here going up with the, the Al Kwong skin, which, yeah, that, that was a really good one there. I, I appreciate that. I, again, I think that, I don't, I don't even like playing Al Kwong, but I like that skin. So, Guy, you, you picked up something here from, from out in the, uh, Social media world, so yeah, we picked up a few of them out there, didn't we? Well, why don't you go through them? Give the beagle a break so she can <laughs> take care of her cat. Uh, I think we got on Reddit, we have a viral cyclops. He says, Fat Loki because fat Loki and fat Loki because fat Loki and is the only DU skin with a special emote. Huh, I didn't realize that he was the only one with a special emote. It's a pretty yeah, cool special. It is a good special too. emote. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Mario three eight seven. He says, "I'm torn. Every patch there was one that I that I liked. Since I have to choose Mystic Guardian, Mystic Guardian Athena, since abilities look beautiful and voice pack is great." Then we have from the uh, Smite rated M Facebook page. We have one. Camellio, Camellio, I don't know. But uh, what were what were the name of those skins? I always forget the name of those skins. Laughing out loud. Okay, never mind. Then we have Chris Martin. He says the Opwash skin is probably my favorite so far. We have, I'm, I'm, you know, guy. Let me stop you. What's your favorite skin? Uh, the uh, <laughs> Opwash. I like, but you know what? I yeah. like that Dodgy skin also. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I think that is one of her better skins. And I think, I, like I said, I think they've been putting out a lot of good skins with this event. I like a lot of them. I like the Baroness is really cool. Uh, so then we got, actually, Dallas says that Dodgy skin was pretty lit. I can't afford shit in this event, though. Then we have Charles Victor. He says, don't forget Aquang. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have Vic Thor. He says, from a com cosmetic point of view, I think the Ragnaros, Hebwa, but I will need to take another look because I can't remember them all. Daji was the best for me, though, simply because I didn't like any of her other skins that she has. Yeah. All right, well, before you wrap things up here with the last of them, I'm going to throw out my favorite, and it was Baroness Ezanami. I mean, yeah. I, I like my Izzy. And I just thought that that skin was really on point for her. And not only was the skin on point, but the voice pack's pretty solid, too. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I love the voice pack for that skin. I love that skin. I like it's it. It matches the bear you know, really nice. I like, the, I like the little set there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I'm actually mad because that reminds me, after I bought that skin, I got an Izanami skin that I've always wanted out of the chest. And I was like, really, dude? It was the booster you popped yesterday, Dad. Yeah, you got uh, the, what, what, the Bloodthirsty, right? Yes, yes, that one. I always mm. wanted that one. I love that. I still All have right. the Dreadful Doll one. See, I can see a Kabrakan, a Kabrakan Baron skin. That'd be pretty cool. What the Smite Xbox uh, community have here, guy? Let's see. We got Kobe Buxton. He says Chibi Ama. Mm-hmm. And he says basically because she's my favorite god. And then we have Justin. And he says Spirit Opwash. Gotta love the nod to Kingdom Hearts and the Heartless fans. All right, Beagle. Wrap us up here with the last two. Or okay. Last one. Last one. <laughs> and I already freaking read this one. You guys are. <laughs> I'm not 18 yet, guys. Three more years, all right? Chill out. <laughs> okay. You gotta listen anyway. to us for three years if you want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway. Merc and Zombie. I mean, Divine Dragon Bologna is dope as. Fudge. Haha, <laughs> tricked ya. <laughs> Wait, can we make Beagle swear? No, you cannot. Not till May 18th. Whoa. <laughs> uh, fudge. <laughs> anyway, followed closely by Spirit Outwash, even though he is the bane of my existence right now. <laughs> and I swear to God, you guys. And <laughs> <laughs> the end here, I'll, I'm gonna hats off to Big Rick Twenty saying hashtag Make Beagle Swear is greater than hashtag Make Beagle Read, which I did again tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, and Sorry, actually, guys, it's not my fault. so um, Beagle came up with our community topic for this yes. week, and Beagle, what is our new community topic? I want to know what your guys' opinion is on the classic joust mode. High five. So let us know what you think about it. And that wraps up our community section. That wraps up our podcast here for the night. So first off, I'm going to throw it over to Agro here to uh, plug himself a little bit, let you know how to reach out to him and uh, check out some of the stuff he does. Hey, folks. Hi, Res Agro's. Uh... The end of his audio here got a little corrupted and was not usable, so just to throw out the only thing that we really missed here actually was fortunately just his uh, outro. So you can catch Hi-Rez Agro at Hi-Rez Agro on Twitter. Oh, how about that? It's really late and I'm tired, so you get what you get here right now. Uh, but you can also find him on Twitch. And again, it's just Agro there, and that's A-double-G-R-O, just in case you're all wondering. You can also search him up on YouTube. He just changed his channel name there, so he forgot what that was. And he said, ah, just search it up. So I'm going to go with that too, because again, I just finished up a conquest here at 1 in the morning. Tired. And back to everybody else's goodbyes. And Beagle, how can people get a hold of you? You can find me on Twitter at Beagle underscore girl 27. I've noticed I've been getting some followers and stuff. And, uh, hey, well, you know, if you follow me and we're doing a giveaway while the stupid bot doesn't work, who knows? I might pick you. I just go through my followers, send someone a message. And <laughs> that was a very funny, that was funny last night. And, uh, you can find me on PS4 at Beagle underscore girl 2780. 
send me a message, let me know you're from the podcast, or I will not accept, because I will think you're just some random person desperate for friends. <laughs> um, and also, I don't play as much on PC as I would want to, but it's just been... Uh, you can find me on PC at BeagleGirl27 with no underscore. All I right. mostly just log in every day to get my daily on there, but that's about it. But I'll try and play more on there. So, yeah. You can find our, our buddy Yuki uh, on the PlayStation at Arukatsu underscore Yuki. And you can tweet to him at YukiGaming22. <laughs> that's all you get, because that's all I know offhand. <laughs> Guy, how about yourself? You can find me on Twitter at GSmighty. That's G-S-M-I-G-H-T-Y. You can find me on PlayStation Network at GuyAJ78. And you can find me on Xbox at GuyAllSmighty. And Dan. Can I say the worst for last? I mean, the best for last? Um, I am. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, you can reach me at Split Push Podcast with no A on Twitter. You can find me on PlayStation at um, dirt underscore nap underscore Dan or dirt x nap x Dan, <laughs> and on I don't know why I thought of your name and I'm like ew get that out of my face, but uh, uh underscores noob um x's child noob um you can also find me on PC at dirt nap Dan with no other characters. Alright, uh, last but not least, the, the best and the worst, I probably am our team's true Todd. Uh, you know, I think I edged Dan out on my, my good to bad play from, from match to match at times. But you can catch me on the PlayStation and on Twitter at dirt underscore nap underscore dad. And, well, I said that wrong now myself. Naps. Because now I was thinking of your dad. name, because you're the nap, I'm the naps. <laughs> And, Dirt, noob, nap, noob, dad. That's what I heard. Yeah, hey, I'm a noob. That's how it is. I, I, <laughs> it's just how I roll, man. But we also have our community email, which is community at Split Push Podcast. You can reach us out to there if you need be. Yo, man, hop into the Discord. We've been doing some giveaways in there as well. You know, I don't know what's going on with the bot right now, but hey, it'll work one way or another, and we'll get them out in there. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta restart that shit. Right, it's but, not it's not working right now. It was supposed to give away something like twelve minutes ago, so I'm gonna actually draw. I'm actually just gonna randomly pick somebody entered right here, and it's gonna be Kepri is the name of the person that's gonna win it. Sweet, there you have it. You know, got gotta love technology when it works. So hey, y'all know the drill when it comes to dirt naps. You gotta take them before you give them, and when all else fails, split, split push! push.